You gotta be grateful, you need haters. What is you complaining about? What do you think a hater's job is? To hate, so let them do their goddamn job. What the f is you complaining about? be grateful you need haters what is you complaining about what do you think a hater's job is to hate so let them do their goddamn job what the f is you complaining about Check this out. Haters Only Podcast. Episode number 15. Ooh. We got Lush One in the building. What's up? What's up? What's up with my good people in the hater world? I got my hater blockers on, but you feel me? Like, no man is immune to the hate. Facts. All right. We go live right now in uh, three, 
two, one, let's go. All right, we're live. For you, it'll be a few seconds. That shit lags up there. Uh, but salute. Hey, check this out. To everybody in the building, this is a Haters Only Podcast, episode number 15. Hey, this will be the last podcast, bro. So you're going to be the last one, my boy. We're going to end it on a high note, baby. So you, you have to turn up for this one, bro. Are we turning all the way up? You already know. See what the hell going on? Come on. Check this out. For everybody in the chat, for everybody in the motherfucking chat, make sure you guys go follow on Instagram at the Hater World. Make sure you follow all our other pages, Hater World Clips, Southside Stories, and also Blue Devil Reactions. Uh, let them know where they can find you, bro. Lush O-N-E-C-A. You feel me? Run it up. Appreciate everybody. Bot Mafia in the building. Drop them cocaine bot emojis. We going crazy. You know, I got my hater blockers on, but no man is immune to the hate when you win hater worlds. Big facts. Big facts. Hey, that's not your only one, though. You got something else. Lush World, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to make sure. Subscribe to the damn uh, Lush World channel. Run it up. Just search Lush World on YouTube. Uh, I recently produced a battle that just came out. Uh, look up Germ Free versus Looney Divine. Two hyenas talking their shit. Damn. Going at it on the mic. Crazy ass battle. A lot of talent. That's that's one you, y'all got to check out ASAP. I got my event in Oakland, California in three weeks. The biggest battle event of the year. Ba- you feel me? Battle of the Bay X. Run it up. Go to gtxbattles.com to purchase your tickets and pay-per-view and all that. You feel me? There you go. Go support the homie. Show some love. Be a real one. Don't be a bitch. You could be a hater, but don't be a bitch. Don't be don't be a bitch ass hater. There you go. There you motherfucking go. Check this out, bro. Uh, let's start th- start this off like this. Are you a rapper or a battle rapper? What's the difference? I mean, so I'm 41 years old. Okay, I've old been ass a, man. Old ass man. Viejo in the building. I've been <laughs> I've been uh, a part of hip hop culture since I was a kid. When I first got into the game, battling was just one of the skill sets required to be an MC. Okay. If you were an MC, you know how to freestyle, you know how to battle, you know how to perform, rock a show, do a track, you had to do everything. Nowadays, all those rules of engagement are out the window. They're gone. Nobody cares about that shit. So like people that get into the game now and want to just be battle rappers, that wasn't even a concept that existed back then. Like if you were an MC, you had to protect your crown. You had to be able to talk your shit. You had to be able to hold it down. So that's what I did. I came into the game just, and I happened to be good at freestyling and good at battling, so I got a reputation for doing that, but really it's just part of my skill set as an artist, so I consider myself an MC, first and foremost, just like, just an artist in general, for whatever medium I touch, a cultural creator uh, and curator, that's what I do, but yeah, to answer your question, nowadays it's different, there wouldn't even be a lane for people to call themselves just battle rappers if it wasn't for what me and my contemporaries did knocking down the door for motherfuckers. So a rapper is different, right? It's just like like just say like I don't know who can we name Drake. Right. That's different from what you do. An MC and a rapper are two different things. You feel a- me? Explain like, what the what the rapper is from the MC. So what MC means is master of ceremonies. Okay. So if you're an MC, you know how to really rock a show. You don't rap with your song playing in the background, you know what I mean? Like, all that rolling loud shit, which is cool. Like, it's fun. Go to the party, turn up. But if you really, like, are rocking a show and put respect into the craft 
of hip hop. You know what I mean? The artistic element. You're an MC. Got you. That's Got the difference. And I don't give a fuck how if that's played out. I'm gonna be an MC till the day I die. Period. Now being the MC. Was it you just doing shows or were you like battle rapping with people? Did you ever create an album? You know, how did, how did that work? I mean, yeah, it started out just, you feel me, the same way everybody. Rapping on the block, rapping in the lunchroom in school, talking shit, going back and forth, freestyling. And then uh, at a certain point, like, I still remember the first rap that I ever spit. Like, the first bars that I wrote. Okay. That people thought was hot. And and the, now keep in mind, this is like 1997. Damn. 90, so I was like 16, 15 years old. And I, I still remember like, now you might be like, oh, this just weak. But at the time, it was hot and people was like, yeah, things were Yeah, things were different back then, bro. I was like, what I said, I was like, call me Hydro. I get you high with my live flow. Hip-hop's Hitchcock. The saga of a psycho. Marauder in's nightcloak. Ganja in my pipe smoke. Blow like nitro when I flow. Mike's glow. Die slow. Poisonous poetic when I wreck it. Suicidal MCs. Test the authentic with twisted genetics. A split in a Wesson. Chin checking. Listen a second. The kid from Venice infecting your eardrum. I'm real like Truth serum. Ain't no tire styles that you cruise beyond. So choose the Don who be bomb like nuclear. You say you move weight, I move three tons. I was like, I was saying some shit like that. You feel me? Facts. And that was like, I was 15. Like lyrical assassin type shit. Yeah, just talking shit. You feel me? And like, fools are like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, started recording, making music and all that. I have like an entire catalog of, of music. Of out. albums? Or yeah, like I got albums. I got music on vinyl. I got a platinum plaque overseas in France. I got. Right now, shit, my shit dropping. I'm you got still. A, wait, 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 wait. You got a platinum plaque? I got a platinum plaque for a Straight song. Straight platinum? Plat platinum. That pussy went platinum. You feel me? How the fuck you get that? So um, I was fucking with this. You didn't steal it, did you? I stole that motherfucker, fool. Hey. <laughs> say less. Now, um, so there is, um, there, like, my homies met these random French dudes in a bar one day. True story, right? Random dudes from France, pause. And uh, they happen to be DJs and producers. They're like, yo, we're looking for MCs from the West Coast to work with. We're looking for artists. And then um, he's like, oh, well, my, my, my homies are, are rappers or whatever. So um, they sent the beats. I rapped to him. Me and the homies rapped to him. Um, a few months later, they're like, yo, we put out like that song that you recorded. We put that out. It sold over 10,000 copies in vinyl. We're going to bring you out to France. Flew us out to France. We wound up rocking some shows with them. Then they signed us to their label. And uh, they're huge out there. We in didn't France. know. In, yeah, France. in France. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're huge in Europe. They're called Chinese Men. If you look up Chinese Men. And uh, they put me on a song, me and my boys, Plex Rock and XI, called Get Up. And that shit has like 20 million Spotify listens. Damn. 18 million views on YouTube and a gang of shit and it went platinum so you got I, the plaque and I everything I got, got the plaque for that that shit is big bro yeah yeah went gold first and then platinum and um yeah so and that's with fucking with people from from out from of France, country yeah. so really it's like I'm featured on the record it's not like the oh the lush one song yeah but still but it's, it's, I'm on our platinum record bro yeah. people don't understand how big rap or battle rap is outside of the country yeah yeah hip hop is you feel me like and a lot of the music I make is not just like lyrical it's I be talking like that street shit I be like talking that fly shit I just you know I love it my uh, you know 
I'm a recovering addict. I got three and a half years sober. A lot of my music deals with the themes of addiction and okay. struggling and things that I've overcome in my life. And I try to be a catalyst of inspiration to others. So that's really that's really the type of time I'm on. And then really like it's the battle rap events that I've curated, which have generated. So that's what I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask. How do you generate your money? Because we all know that rappers, they sell albums, they yeah, get yeah, on Spotify, yeah. iTunes, yeah. they make their money through shows. But a battle rapper, how does a battle rapper get his bread? So battle rap right now, you got to think about it like this. Battle rappers are essentially the same thing as boxers or UFC fighters. They have a guarantee. The average battle rapper gets paid more than the average rapper does. Battle rapper does? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Because you're hosting the show or... Because, how? because because the content generates so many views online and sells tickets. It's like a whole subculture. Okay. There's more people that watch battle rap than all these podcasts than like No Jumper and all the spinoff podcasts combined. So when you talk about battle rappers, does it the name that comes to my mind is Cassidy. Cassidy was is he okay. a battle rapper? He, Cassidy is huge in battle. So in 2014, Cassidy had him battled in 12 years. I threw an event. I got I threw an event called Ether, and I got uh, Cassidy paid two hundred thousand dollars to do that. Is battle. that that big event that I remember watching with some other dude? And I think it was like three hundred racks. That's what it was. Yeah, it's two hundred k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, and that damn. was me hosting. Who did battle? I put a disaster, my boy. That's disaster. the one. Yes. Yeah, correct. yeah, yeah, yeah. That fool was crying that he lost, huh? I mean, there was no real winner and loser. It's just like it's the fans kind of determine who wins and lost. So how? Do, okay, so how does that happen? Then how do? Is, is there judges? There, it depends. Sometimes there's judges, and then sometimes like, the, and we're trying to bring back the judges with our platform GTX right now, Grind Time, because like a lot of. People got away from the whole judged element of battle rap. Why? Because, okay, you got to think about it in terms of clickbaiting and viral media. So if if I post a click, if I if I post a clip and it says, um, uh, "Blue Devil beat Tupac," or no, if Damn. I say if I say "Blue Devil and uh, uh, beat Tupac in a battle," or I post a clip that says "Blue Devil versus Tupac." Click here and let us know who you think won. Yeah. What's more likely to get views? Yeah, the 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 yeah, the bullshit. Yeah, there you go. So that like it was a clickbait thing, plus a lot of the battlers, in particular, like the more like street oriented gangster battlers, they refuse to admit that they took a loss. Damn. They, so they want to catch the fade. Yeah, it just becomes something else. Or like they it becomes because there is a time where if you lost in a battle, it's your your career's fucking over. Like, sit down is a risk. So there's no redeeming yourself. There's no... That's the way it was at the time. Now, the reality is everybody takes L's. Everybody loses, yeah. You facts. feel me? Like, that's the whole point. Like, if you look at the Lush World logo, you feel me? You got you got the L and the W. Not only did, we, not only did we flip the Louis Vuitton logo, but you feel me? Like Meek Mill said, wins and losses come with being bosses. Facts. You gotta you gotta take them L's and flip them into W's. Facts. So that's it. Uh is there is there now that you're talking about the business side of the of the battle rap, is there like an organization that takes care of that? You know, or no? 
As far as as far as the shows, yeah, I mean, there's several different platforms. There's battle leagues. No, that, okay, so there is. So, so yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Have you ever thought about going into business and starting your own one? Because you, I, you are. I, a, I have my own one. I have it's called me and my, me and my boy Disaster, who we just mentioned. Uh, we oh, got sorry, a, I, I, that was your boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. shit, that, that's my, my man. My bad. No, no, you good. Uh, it's it's the hater world, baby. It's the, it's the, hey, as long as we don't get in their feelings, we good. This is a place not to take your girl. It's the hater world. Facts. Come on, no, it's a. Uh, so we have a league called Grind Time GTX, okay. and uh, Grind Time started in 2008. Um, it ran till 2012. We worked with another league called King of the Dot for a while. Um, then we brought back Grind Time, and uh, so there's all different kinds of league. There's a league called URL. There's a league called RBE. Is there one that's like the Mac Daddy of them all? I mean, I- I'm gonna say GTX is, but to be honest with you. Um, URL is a huge platform, the Ultimate Rap League. You ever heard of Smack DVDs? Or Smack? Yeah, I heard of that. Yeah, so that's like Smack DVD became URL. Oh, shit. Yeah, and, yeah. and then you put the plate together? You put the plate together? You put the people together? You got, you, you yeah, got the sponsors? You got the sponsors. You you book the event. You you curate the entire thing. You know, Then you release the video content on YouTube. You you, you do the pay-per-view, everything. So it's a whole... Same thing, selling tickets, getting it, the arena. It's literally like a boxing thing. Your oh, UFC. Shit. It's the same shit, fool. That's just dope, bro. That, that's just dope because it's it's some different from we don't see that in rap. All we see are diss tracks, right? Which are cool. You know? I love diss tracks. We love but, them, you know. But I I would love to invite you and uh, you know uh, seven hundred of your homies to to come through to an event. Whatever Let's you do want. it now. When motherfuckers are in the vicinity of each other, talking shit to each other in this battle rap, does it ever get like where they want to fuck each other up? Oh, it's happened. Do you guys allow it as a, as the as the promoters or the the owners of the show? Do you guys allow that to happen? That's an absolute nightmare. That's the last thing that we want. You know what I mean? Like that's a liability. That's fucking up the money. Venues don't want that shit in there. That's a lawsuit. You feel me? Like, how do you how do you prevent it though? Uh, there's con- there's contractual clauses that state you know and things like that. So a motherfucker don't get paid if he swings. You don't want you want to get that back end. Don't do no funny shit. But motherfuckers always do though, bro. I, I I was watching some the other day where they were battling and motherfuckers slapped the other guy. It be happening sometimes. It do. And I'd be like, nobody ever did that to you, right? No. And no. you ever did it to anybody? Not on camera. Damn, you one of them lush. Come on, not dog. on camera. No, I'm I'm a peaceful person. Like I've, I've had my moments, but I'm a, I'm a peaceful person for the most hey, part. Hey, but it does get it does get emotional. Is that how would you call it? It gets very emotional and like look there there there's. The, the reason why battle rap is a high contact sport and it's not for everybody because like if you in a battle like as a man there's certain boundaries that people can't cross yeah with you, facts. you know wife I mean? kids wife you know, kids like mom I'm sure there's certain things that motherfuckers say about somebody's hood that takes yeah, it to facts. certain words that could you feel me like get someone to want to fire on you yeah and then at that point it's a rap so yeah but you think that being a professional being in a professional setting you learn how to control those emotions don't you think you would think so but then sometimes the people get caught up in the heat of the moment it doesn't happen often of all the events that i've thrown there's been there's been like one fight on camera ever it was a huge it turned into a huge brawl there's been one fight on camera there's been like a few little incidents outside there hasn't been like, there's been a shooting at an event a couple times, but it's been that was a fat minute ago, and you know. Now, quick question: Do those people get brought back to the events later in time, or are they banned? They gonna have to sit down for a minute. Okay. There's gonna be some penalties, but you know, 
eventually. So they fuck up their own money. They fuck up their own money, but time heals all wounds. Yeah, but you know, you already know they're a they're a they're a torpedo. Exactly. You know? If you a liability to the point where people don't want to work with you, then you know you fucked at that point. There's, there's no there's there's no going back. There's no going back. So is there is there a title you win? Is you win a trophy? I know you win money. Right, but is there like some like like where you say, "Hey, I was the champ of 2023." Yeah, there's different so there's different leagues that have championships. There's different leagues that have you get the chain, you get the belt, you know what I mean? There's all different kinds of shit. And then there's a this thing called Champion of the Year, which this one of like the main battle rap media sources called uh Champion is actually the name of it. And they they do a whole panel and everybody discusses it and the winner gets 15 bands the largest prize i've ever seen is a is 100 bands oh nice so, yeah that's dope bro that's dope you know I, I i'm not really that in tune with it i just know that the other day i looked you up i didn't think you had music like that yeah yeah motherfuckers on spotify hell yeah you know uh you have re i i like a record that i saw it was like from three years ago i don't know what it's I called appreciate but, you. but i thought it was pretty hard like damn this fool does really rap that's 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 what i do you, you know and i go and then people in the comments from there were comments from like three four years ago before you got into podcasting mm -hmm. everybody was loving it bro oh yeah you know, so now your the perception of you has changed because of podcast. It it has to this specific audience. To you know the, what I mean? Okay, so I like got you. Th there's the perception. It's like this real weird thing that that goes on as a result. Like, it's because people think they know you. People think they know you when you podcast because it's way more intimate. Yeah. Than consuming other content because you're like we're having a conversation. These people, they think they're in the room with us right now. Facts. And they also think that based on the way, like, bro, I just like randomly fell into this whole podcasting space. This is just a mere footnote of my legacy. It's a chapter. It's something that now a lot of people that didn't know who I was became aware of me. It got me a lot of fame. And those people, they're, a, they're just a loud voice, but they're not like the majority. The people that have been rocking with me for years that know about me from hip-hop or the battle rap space, know about me from being Chief Keef's A&R, know about me from all these other accolades that I have. Like that, that opinion that they have cannot be affected by... Facts. That's what I seen. I was like, damn, this fool really got a fan base from before all this shit. So, so you're, what you're saying is they're two different fan bases. Completely. And so they, 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 they intersect a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, yeah. They, the, but it's only a few though. It's, it's not. A, it's not the majority. Probably like not. twenty percent came over to the podcast. Shit. Yeah, he probably even less. You feel me? And yeah. even like to the point where there's people that'll fuck with me to the day I die. Everything I do, whatever content that I yeah. put out, like, and then like you'll see certain things like. Through the through the um, content space, like boom, we got Crit Mac battling on our next card. For real? Yeah, yeah. Wait, we wait, 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 wait. That motherfucker can't rap. We gonna see. Come on. We gonna see. He battling another gang member, uh, my boy Active from Grape Street, another Crip. Oh like, shit, that's Crip gonna be a Crip that can be a scary one to see. It's gonna be crazy. Hey, know? that's gonna bring in the numbers though. We we you know that's and, and honestly on the card that's not even one of the bangers. Now hold on, on have card. you announced that anywhere else? Oh yeah, that's been announced. Oh, I haven't heard it. But yeah, you need a flyer. You got a flyer yet? You got a flyer? Yeah. Oh yeah. shit. Got a flyer. Crit Mac on battle rap, fuck. So we got yeah we got Crit Mac battling and even like the battle that I hosted earlier that I was telling y'all look up Germ Free versus Looney Divine, crazy battle. Two hyenas going going hard on each other. They're both okay. really talented. Mud wrestling? No, they rap battling. Oh, come cool. on, my boy. Nobody want to watch that shit. When you see them, you might want them to mud wrestle though. I ain't. That's what lie. I'm saying. Hey, hey, they got bars though. Don't sleep. It's not on but, OnlyFans, is it? 
it's maybe they should do a fourth, uh, an extra round on the only OnlyFans. But Behind for the now, scenes. this is all y'all get. But they definitely talking shit. You okay. feel me? Yeah, yeah, that's just hard. Even at that, you know, uh, you know, King Nico. Yeah, the the black outsider. Yeah, 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 yeah. The black okay. skin. That's my good friend of mine. He co-hosted that. So I try to bring those worlds together okay. a little bit. So, you know. so you're doing some for for the Chicanos. You know, I, I fuck with the Rasa Heavy fool. Like. Hey, be, before we get into that shit, so listen. All right, we got we got through the uh, the battle rap scene. That's just dope. I didn't yeah. even know you had a platinum record, my boy. That's listen. That's more than a lot of these cocksuckers that claim to be rappers. That's a big thing, bro. Hey, just, hey, don't worry, you, I said it. You know what though? It, it can happen to anybody. A lot you, of motherf- you never know what's going to happen. A lot them. of motherfuckers talk shit about you. A lot of motherfuckers talk that they that you don't know how to rap. They could rap better. Hey, but a platinum record, a they, platinum motherfucking record. The, the, the and the fact of the Ooh. matter is, they can't rap better. They the motherfuckers, they they really can't. I'm not saying I'm the best, but I'm definitely better than you. It's proven. It's out there. You know, a lot of motherfuckers have. You don't. You do you write all your shit? Yeah. I ain't, bro, I'm a motherfucking writer, fool. You're a writer? Uh, I freestyle, too. Oh, you too. can freestyle, too? Oh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. There you I go. I freestyle, too. I freestyle quite a bit. But the thing is this, like, um, you know, at the end of the day, me being who I am, where I'm from, I was never supposed to have gotten any success in the world of hip-hop. That, that's, what, that's where I wanted to get to. So what is it with all this shit in the comments, people saying that you come from a rich family? My family has money. Damn. Talk about it. I'm from West L.A., okay. so you grow up in West L.A., um, especially back then, it really, like, it changes block to block, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah of course. You could be in a really... Fucked up area, next street, some nice shit. Ni- nice shit, you yeah. feel me? Now, the the extent of um, my family's wealth, people exaggerate quite a bit. What my family does have, and I'm very proud of, is a prestigious legacy in art, in uh, you know what I mean, generations deep in the entertainment game, yeah, putting putting it down and uh, social activism. So I'm very close to my family, um, deeply rooted. But you know, I'm where I grew up at, and when I grew up, I was outside. Yeah, but uh, but your what your family has shouldn't reflect on how you how yeah. you are of a person. It's, if, if you from if you from the west side of L.A., I'm not an anomaly to you. There's you see a lot. Of shit like me there's people from good homes that wind up getting into some street shit falling in with that crowd it happens all bro the fucking i got time. i got homeboys from my neighborhood that parents are papered to fuck up and this these fools are straight killers that's what i'm Facts, saying bro prison bound motherfucker bro since i was a kid juvenile hall ya prison what the fuck you doing if your family's cool it's just the mindset that they have they don't want to fucking they don't want that lifestyle you feel what i'm saying i don't understand why it's looked at why any in any context coming from a good home should be looked down upon you feel me like like bro i did a video where i said i did like a south side story and i said that my first time getting busted i was like 14 no, uh, fortune juvenile hall. But as an adult, when I got busted the first time, my dad bailed me out. Right, came through, bailed me out, put like twenty racks on the lawyer. Motherfuckers were calling me privileged and rich and blah blah blah. My dad's a hard ass worker that came here from Mexico. He just was looking out for me. You feel what I'm saying, bro? And I get that shit, so I know where you're coming from. All of us, if you look at things on a global perspective, right? Let's not even look at it from the perspective of America. Yeah, you got a roof over your head. You got running water. 
You got food on the table. Facts. You got clothes on your back. You are privileged. Facts. See, now, you know what the problem is? A lot of these motherfuckers never been outside of their comfort zone. Right. I, I, I go to Mexico once a year, bro. And you know what? I, I don't go to visit because I want to visit. I go to get my mind right. Yeah. I go. I have family there, but I go there so that way I can realize, like, damn, I got it good at home. So no matter what kind of problems I'm going through, it ain't what they got going through out here. People have very narrow, insular perspectives. But when it comes to struggling, when it comes to being real, when it comes to addiction, anything like that, that knows no bounds when it comes to age, gender, race, socioeconomic background, orientation. None of that means a motherfucking thing. Facts. It's the content of your character. It's how you get down. It's the look in your motherfucking eye. That's that's how you can tell if somebody's real. Facts. And their actions. You feel and their actions. So that's that's it. But um, you know, so okay. I done struggled. I've been poor. I've been. I lived in the projects. I've. But these were these were these, these were your decisions after the fact, right? You could say that. You could say that. I wouldn't say those are my decisions. I wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna move to the projects. That sounds cool. Well, it's just but happened with life. Yeah, of course. It, exactly. It's the res, it's, it's the results of your actions of yeah. decisions that I made, which I would not recommend, which I'm not proud of. But guess what? This is my experience. That's what I've gone through. Good, bad, and ugly. I'm gonna give it to you. You could judge if you want. Take it for how you want. That's facts. It. So, all right. So, growing up in 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 West LA, I keep hearing this Clemson Street. Yeah. Talk to me about that. Well, you know, it's a West Los Angeles, California, right off of Jefferson and La Cienega. That's a that's a section where my my peoples be over there and shit. That's where that's where I'm from. Okay. So me? so you from a a tag banging crew? Yeah. I'm from. I'm. A, I grew up tagging. Okay. Been a tag banger my whole life. Before battle me? rap. Since I was. 12, 13 years old. Okay. I got arrested for the first time when I was 13. Uh, went to juvie at 16. Like, I, you know, like, all that is part of my repertoire. And that's where I come from now. Um, I was a little bit... When people ask me, like, they're like, oh, like... When they talk about the whole, you know, South Side thing. You yeah. feel me? The I'm double a, S, yeah, correct. The double S. I'm going to just say it like this, bro. I never claimed to be... Like this super tough, high-powered gang member or whatever, you feel me? Facts. I'm from West L.A. I'm from where I'm from. And if I get caught up, I'm a rock. With the homies. I'm a rock homie. That's what it is. So so your your tag-banging crew never got put onto the Correct. 113? Or Correct. It did? No. It did not? No. Okay. Because tag-bangers don't exist no more. Right. So, so your hood died out. Just to get that straight. The I, homies are still the homies. The homies are still there. But... It never got into a gang. It's so not. It, it's, it died. It's not like that. You feel me? It's not. It's not. Never was put. And, and you know what? I haven't even been active like that for several years. No, but me? it's like, it's in you regardless. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is that when the tag banger thing happened, you know, the the 13 didn't want tag bangers. You know that. Correct. So they were either they were either green lighting the tag bangers or making them turn into a gang. And without getting too specific, there is. Certain pressures that were faced, and okay. and certain, but for whatever you know, motherfuckers went a different direction, and uh, there's like the thing is, there's still they're, fools are still hitting walls. Fools yeah, the are homies are still there. Yeah, facts. That's doing not their gonna, thing. That's not going to change. Not, and look, I, I don't even, I don't want my actions or my words to be a reflection 
on what could possibly happen as far as consequences for people that I care about. Correct. So I'm not I'm not a voice for my section. I'm not this. All I'm speaking on is my own personal. Experience. Yeah, but I just want to get it straight for the people because they have that perception of you that you're from some fake gang. No. You know what I mean? And no. I just want to make it clear that no. tag bangers did exist. They did. They were out there banging. They were actually out there in the middle of all the wars. You know, Those getting shot at, getting chipped. Bro, getting and it was up. worse. It was bad for them because a lot of them had green lights on them. You know, so it's not like there were weenies and shit like that. There was a point in time where they got the decision to either, you know, kill the shit or get into a gang. And a lot of them got into gangs or a lot of them just dispersed, you know? So, yeah, bro, like, I'm 41 years old, like I said, like, and I and I understand that there's fucking veteranos that are still pushing the line. Yeah, that's the their decision, and all that. yeah. That's their decision and no judgment, nothing but respect for them. And that's the life they chose. That's the life they want. That's like, for me, like, I'm straight. But now I never... I never said like, oh, I'm not from here no more. Yeah, facts. I'm not, I never dropped out or got put off or anything like that. It's, it's yeah, it's just it's just happened though. You know, you you grew up. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that, bro. You motherfuckers know? that motherfuckers are older, have families, have moved on, facts. have bettered themselves. Certain homies are gonna be in the pinta for the rest of their lives. Bro, I got, I got my homeboy. You probably seen them on pictures. Uh, Big blacks, right? He's, yeah, yeah. He's always here. He's always patrolling, and I always tell him, "Fool, you're always talking about gang shit." Like sometimes I love having you here, but sometimes it's like I don't want to hear about gang shit all day. Like all right. I hear is the homie this, the homie that. And I go, "Fool, come and he goes, and he told me, "Bro, I chose this life. I'm a Sureño for life. That's what I'm gonna do." I respect and, it, and I respect, yeah. and I go, you know what? That's right. I ain't even gonna try to change you, my boy. You know what I mean? Not change you, but like, you know, like, hey, switch it up, you know? I've always, like, with my homies, because, like, I've been different, and I come from, like I said, I come from, a, like, my family's from a different environment than most of my homies. I'm from a, I've always tried to show people another way or another a better way. life. Fact. And not tried to over-glamorize all that, or if homies are struggling, try to show them a different way or help them get off dope. Facts. And, like, that's always, I've tried to be a catalyst of positive inspiration. Like, if I have an event, I'll hire the homies to do security, dope. Dope. whatever. You know, I've always, like, oh, you you DJ, you do this. I'm going to try to help you pursue your dreams to the best of my ability. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when the podcasting thing cracked off, and there's so many different sides to me as a human being, that's only, like, a part of me now i know that might be hard for people to conceive because it's like you're this or you're that you no know it's because I mean? people never experience life bro they they got a job and they got a family and that's all right and there's people they don't that know beyond that yeah there's no beyond that there's people that actually experience life sometimes i'll be telling stories and they'll be like no way you did that i'm like just because you didn't fucking do it doesn't mean i didn't do it you know what i mean right so, it right. sounds like you're very well-rounded when it comes to a lot of shit. No, I appreciate that, Gracia. But the thing is, like, with them, um, when people ask me, like, they started asking those questions, like, oh, like, where are you from? What, what, um, you know, like, okay. blah, 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 blah. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then I was a little, I was very vocal about it. And then that wound up having some negative ramifications and from my homies and, like, yeah. it, it reflected on them in certain ways. And that's the last thing I want. So I don't even say where I'm from no more. There's, like... You know, like there's no reason to, bro. Yeah. People, people hit me up all the time. Where are you from? Why you never say where you're from? There's a video where some guy asked me where That's I was from. That's some police shit, bro. There's a video where some guy asked me where I was from on YouTube, and I go, "Drop me a fifty dollars super chat, and I'll tell you." You know damn well, let's just take his money. I'm gonna yeah. tell him shit. Yeah. And they made this whole viral clip that I was scared to say where I was from, that I was a ranker. I go, look, my boy, real ones are around me all day. I'm always outside. You can see me in person and ask me. But that's some police shit. Like, where Not you from? Real. What gang you from? 
Bro, come on. That's Vlad TV. It is. That, that's not it. And I was a little bit too liberal about how I spoke about it. And that, that's something that I had to, that's a lesson that I learned. Like some things aren't yeah. for the internet. And then, you know, it, it, it's good though. Now I see how to navigate that. Yeah. And I'll always, look, I could go back to my section anytime. anytime. I could pull up right now. Motherfuckers love me. It's it's good. I'm, I'm good in my hood. I'm good with all my homies. That's you all that matters, bro. Yeah. That's, at the end of the day, really, that's all that matters, bro. If, if the homies that you grew up with are solid with you and your family. I pulled up you know? on the block on Hood Day, and I'm not saying I need to do that or people need, but that, that's what happened. That's, that's what it you is. You feel me? Like we, it bro, is it is. my homeboys are always wrong. Like you said, I'm always, every time I got a show, I'll ask the artist, hey, you coming deep? So that way I can give the homies an opportunity to be here, you know, jive, vibe with the, with the guest, maybe pay them some bread, whatever it is, just to have them included on, in something different than the streets. So I feel you. I feel you on that. And the thing is this, dude, like, I, the people that have embraced me and showed me love throughout my life since I was a kid, were brown and black people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And like, it is what it is. I'm not, I know I'm not Mexican as much as I love, I love. Wait, 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 wait. You leaving out the woods, homie? No, Dang shouts to the woods. Shouts to the woods. It's all good. You feel me? Like, so, so let's get this straight. You're Mexican or no. you're, you're white? I'm Italian. With? That's it. That's it? Yeah, yeah. A little Eastern European too. Okay, but you said when you get locked up, you're wrong with the homies. That's right. So no matter what, for life, That's you'll be under the Period. umbrella that we that I that Period. I'm under. Period. That's dope. And even if motherfuckers want to like, you feel me? I know I'm not gonna be highly favored as a result of that. I know that I'm gonna have to pr display what I got to display. Whatever you feel yeah. me? Yeah, it is. No, we, but we I gotta get specific. But. No, but I tell people all the time. Look, because people talk shit. They'll be like, "Oh, Luscious is the real one. He's not from a gang." Blah blah blah. Listen, he's from a gang when he goes to prison. And listen, if the homies accept you and they say, you know what, he could ride with us, that's all you need to know. Everybody needs to shut the fuck up and accept the fact that you were accepted by the people that are running the prisons. Yeah. And that's all that matters. Like, everything else, oh, he's Italian, he's not, it, it, it should I not might, matter. I, I there might, was no way. I might talk like a white boy when I speak Spanish or whatever I do. I do speak pretty good Spanish. I grew up in the West Side. I'm from West Los, Puerto Vida's way. I got motherfucking, I got a beautiful Latina girlfriend. Like, I don't, hey, it is what it is. Maybe that's why Adam kicked you out because he saw a Southsider in this building. Damn! We'll get to that right now. Uh, so uh yeah bro uh, yo I'm not gonna front that your mod just said the funniest comment bro fuck what, you bro what, he said he's say? Latinx oh, fuck. <laughs> some... man eat oh, a yeah, dick fool <laughs> no that's a girl that's a girl oh I mean yeah you, oh shit that's even you worse just, damn you can just show eat a dick no I'm just playing legendary sage sorry about Spencer. that Spencer hey uh you been to prison not prison no county jail yes same shit well yeah, not yeah, one, yeah. not the same shit as far as you know but you know it's still jail. I've heard county jail is worse guess, than it, some prisons. More uncomfortable. Well, yeah, it's more comfortable, bro, because you're stuck in dorms or or cells more mostly the all time of the day, like the entire day. You're locked down, right? You yeah. know, and prisons more you can walk freely. I didn't do like an extended stay. It was like you know, a couple weeks and all that. But yeah, it was over a decade ago. But you know, I rolled with the homies, and that's that's how. How, I'm doing. how did you avoid going to jail with with everything in your life from being on drugs, being on the street? 
tagging? How did you avoid it, bro? Just snitching on everybody, fool. I just, Damn. I just pulled on everyone always. Nah, um. See, no, don't tell me you're six nines cousin. <laughs> I'm, I'm Takashi seventy, fool. Damn. No, nah, nah, um, I did it. Don't let the homies hear you. <laughs> nah, um, I've been solid. I always kept it solid. Um, as far as all that goes, I just, I feel like I. Just avoided certain shenanigans. Like, I, there's no good reason why I didn't go to prison. There's no good reason. Yeah. Because so, I was involved. I did everything I could to fuck up my life. Yeah. And put myself in dangerous situations. I just happened to be, by the grace of God, didn't get. I was, I've been under investigation for some pretty serious shit and all that, but you know. You're able to, you were able to wiggle. I was able to wiggle. Now, did you ever like, have to use bail to get out of jail. No. Or so it was never nothing serious. No, I've never been bailed out. Bro, listen, there, there's a lot of people in the comments and I like to, I like to bring this up because they're all misconceptions. And sometimes a lot of these goofballs don't realize that you don't have to go to prison to be a real one. No. You know, a lot of people say, Oh, you ain't never been to prison. You're nobody. I guess Bro, I'm not a real one, fool. How many punk motherfuckers that are not real are in prison? A shitload. Man. A shitload. You know, how many killers are out here that have never been busted? A shitload. Come on. The reality, and this is no disrespect to any of the homies behind the wall, but you don't go to prison by making good decisions. Facts. No, and, and hey, to those that are in there, you know, much love and, and, and success to, you know, someday come home. But like I said, there's a lot of people in there, bro, that just go do their little time and get out. That doesn't right. really make them anything. The ones that are in there doing their thing and the ones that want to move up in the ranks, that's the life they chose. Right. But people need to stop thinking that you need to go to prison to be considered real. That isn't that isn't the truth. You know, a lot of that is, too, is a mentality being perpetuated to keep people oppressed. Facts. You know, like, oh, like, you're not real. Prove how real you are. Yeah. Go in prison. Be a slave to the system. Yeah. You know what I mean? Facts. Like, be help the government profit off of your immobility and being incarcerated and being in a spot that they can control you and monitor you more. And Facts. you're not available to your family. And you're perpetuating generational curses. It's, it's really a fucking scam. Bro, I got, I got a homeboy that done everything you can think about, bro. Everything you can, every crime in the book, he's done it. This motherfucker's never been arrested in his life, my boy. There you go. Ever. There you go. And I'm like, you one lucky son of a bitch. Yeah. You know, I go, but the day you get caught, the day you get caught, you're going to somehow pay for everything you've done. Hey. So if you got away, stop. He <laughs> must, know? That, that boy's slicker than oil. I go, stop, my boy, because you know, you know how, look at OJ. He, they got him for what, stealing his shit back, and he paid everything he did, yeah. supposedly. Yeah. You know, and that's how the system, that's how they get you. We can't get you now, but we'll get you later. Right. You know, and that's bullshit, bro, but it is what it is. Uh, you said you were doing a lot of drugs before. Oh, yeah. I was. Uh, what kind of drugs? The better question is what kind of drugs didn't I do? Right, well, give, I, give, give me a list. See if I can align any of the ones that I did with yours. I mean, I, I I had to get up and I had to go back down to balance it out. I did everything, you Damn. know. Like, so um, started out like when I was like twelve, smoking weed and drinking. That's how it starts. You know, a little bit of sipping. We used to sip cough syrup back then. You know what I mean? Like we was on before motherfuckers knew what lean was and all that. We was sipping codeine and shit, like thirteen years old type shit. Okay. Um, doing little pills um, back then. Oh yeah, you talking about pills? What in the eighties? No, I'm not that old, but yeah, in the 90s. Okay. Like, yeah, we was 
Pills, pills were not the thing. What, what with, kind of pills? with white boys, they were though. What, what kind of pills? We was on Vicodin. Vicodin. Yeah, Vicodin was a shit back we then. We was on Vicodin. Like they, they had Valiums and Valiums. Zan- yeah, yeah. yeah. We, it was like before Xanax was popular and shit. I we, know the homies didn't like pills. The homies used to always be like, "Nah, what the fuck is this?" They used to give it away. It was nothing. It was always the hard drugs. I got. I, remember, I turned out my hood on a lot of different drugs. I got to be honest. You were the I one. You were the one that brought them around. C- certain drugs. Yeah. I got. Like you. I, I remember. Um, I remember bringing Xanax to the hood. Okay. And um, I just, I gave my boy like, uh, I put him on to sell it. You feel me? I gave him just, I think like 50 bars. Like a, Damn. 50 bars. And by he the- He got high off his the, own supply. The, the next day, the whole entire hood was just- Zombied out. Yeah. yeah like they, the, the pills were like, I was like, bro, you owe me money now, fool. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because back then, bro, the I remember people used to give away pills, bro. Like- they were, they were, they weren't. They would be like, "What the fuck is this? Here, you can have them." You know? Yeah. It was either weed, cocaine, or heroin. Well, they, so the so like, um, cocaine and ecstasy came. I was probably like fifteen, sixteen. You know what I mean? Now uh, I got a question for you. Cocaine back then was different from cocaine now. Would you do cocaine today? I don't do no drugs. Yeah, but if, if it's just for some weird off reason you're partying with a bunch of naked hookers, would you do a line of cocaine? No, I would not. I would do. I, I'm no Why? circumstance. But I know where you're going with this. Yeah, you, you this pr- shit is cut the fancy. You feel me? The, it's scary now. That bro. Betty Wap is terrifying. It is, you will die. Yeah. Hey, you will fucking die. It is scary, yeah. bro. Back then, cocaine was beautiful. You it know, was. sorry to say, but it, it was good. It was real. It was solid. Now, bro, you you buy something, bro. It might not that that bag might be your death. We used to get that strawberry flavored shit. Ooh. What's the word? I forget the word for it. There's like they used to have a little uh, word for that shit. But yeah, we would get the yeah, bro. It's, it's it's now it's scary, bro. Like now they're they're just cutting it with the fan, and that shit will be your death. They put like I I remember even uh back in 2019. Which is like my last year of like being a fucking crackhead, degenerate scumbag, sucio. Like, yeah, I uh, I remember doing like I was hanging out with this girl, okay, and she was like she wanted to do some blow, so I wound up getting some blow from you know like the homies not around or whatever, so you got to call somebody else, yeah, yep. some little rando, and I and like you know I got plugs, so I was like all right, cool, got the got got a sack from him, and I remember doing it, and then like we're doing lines. And she's getting tired, and I see her like getting sleepy. And oh, that's scary. Like, oh, we off that good Fetty Wap. We about to have one eyeball. Yeah, scary. Yeah. That is scary, bro. It's scary because you know a lot of kids, bro, nowadays are doing these drugs, thinking they're normal drugs. Even like the oxys, bro. Go ahead. He's, that's the word right there, Lavada. Lavada, yeah, that's a Spanish word. Yeah, yeah. but th- that that's like the strawberry shit. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, nowadays, bro, kids are buying. These pills thinking they're Norcos, Percocets, and they look like the real thing, right? And, and you know, it's just like a Norco 10. That won't kill nobody. But if it's laced with fentanyl, that shit will kill you. That shit, like, look, I'll tell you what. If it wasn't for me having Narcan at the crib, Ooh. I would be dead. Like that shit, and, and the thing is, I became addicted to... I've been addicted to everything you can be. I've never been a crackhead. I've never been a heroin addict. Okay. I've definitely been addicted to opiates. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I've definitely been addicted to opiates. But I was addicted to uh, Xanax really bad. And I was taking the cut pills. And I got addicted to the Fetty. Oh. In the fucking Xanax without even wanting to. Without even knowing. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary, bro. Uh and that, that that happened, I think 2020, 2019 is when people started. Not even, I can remember 
2017, people were faking them. Not fed, not fed and all yet, but they were making fake pills. Right. You know, they were they were doing like the yellow banana bars, the Norcos. Right. Yeah, they yeah. were making them out of chalk just to sell them, but they looked like the real fucking right, pill. Right. Right. Uh, and they were faking them. Then you know, people were finding out that thousands of these pills were just fake, so they started cutting them with fentanyl, and a lot of people started dying. I used to call the um, I used to call them uh, TLRs, Tijuana Life Runners. Which ones? The, just like the any fake Zanny, fake Norco, all that shit with the Fetty in it. Yeah, no, they're, they're scary, bro. Like I said, it, uh, somebody that's always doing drugs like you, I know a bunch of other people, uh, they can they can take a pill and not die if it's fentanyl because they're immune to that shit or their body is already like, you know, high tolerance. But yeah. give that shit to a 15-year-old kid that's never done drugs that wants to try it and party, he going to die. Absolutely. He going to die, bro. Yeah, it's, it's it's terrifying. and That's why I'm a big advocate for school campuses carrying Nor- Narcan on deck. You bro, know let's I mean? be an like, advocate to bring real drugs back. Honestly, <laughs> yes. Bro, yes, bro. Yes. You know how they say make America great again? Make drugs great. I'm going to make a t-shirt like that. That's kind of hard. Make drugs good again. It, it should make drugs safe again. Make dr- Oh, yeah. Make drugs safe again. But yeah, then, uh, and a lot of it though comes from you. Look, I'm not gonna get too specific. A lot of it is greed and people wanting to make more money. Yeah, greed. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a, we don't get in, need to get into specifics, but we know what it is. Yeah, you facts. Feel me? Like facts, bro. You know, e- even the weed though, even the weed game has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to smoke weed in, in junior high. I was a pothead like a motherfucker, but you know, I, I never I never was able to bring it into my adult life because. I like I like I'm a hustler, bro. I like to make money. I like to wake up and and take advantage of my day. And I like I like to be focused. And weed wouldn't let me do that. But I know weed has changed because back in my day it was weed, pretendo, and chronic. Yeah, that yeah. Remember? Of course. And pretendo was like the mid. Bro, weed I swear, was the we, shit. We gotta be around the same age, bro. Yeah, I think so. Come on. And then chronic was if you had money, you'd get a little fucking like this for twenty bucks or some shit. You know, but now they got all kinds of shit when it comes to weed, bro. I don't look like all. They even got the lush pack. Come on, them 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 dabs. I heard the lush pack wasn't really hidden because that diss track was kind of mid. You know who but got the trophy, right? That shit Did was, you see who got the trophy? With what? You didn't see the trophy. What trophy? Oh, you missed. We'll, we'll we'll watch it right now. I can pull it up, but go ahead, keep going. I mean, lyrically, we we know who we know who's the most lyrical out of that whole situation. Motherfuckers don't rap like me. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll watch it in a bit. Motherfuckers don't rap like me. Oh, hold on, you gonna say Trevor? No, okay. I gave him a trophy while he was up here. You didn't see? No, nah, no. Nah. Yeah, I, I gave him. I gave one of the my guests that came up here an actual trophy for the for the 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 lush one disc. I'm wondering who it could be. Not AD. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that later you, on the road. You, you did not give Icon a trophy. I think you guessed it. You gave Icon a trophy? You didn't see? I did not see. You touched Shouts, Icon? Yeah, that's my boy. Okay, hit him up. Shouts to Icon, man. We, we got a picture. As a matter of fact, I think I got the picture right here. Let me show you real quick. Shouts to Icon. But Shout out to that no. fat motherfucker Icon. He's so skinny. Yeah, right. He's so skinny. But hey, he's got a... He's doing his thing. You're making money, you got to... <laughs> I can't believe you missed that shit. You are bugging, hey, fool. He got the No if, Jumper logo on it. It has I his see, name engraved on if it. If you gave him that trophy, mine should be so big it can't even fit in the motherfucking room. 
You know I was a bit biased right there. A little bit biased. You know I was a little bit biased. <laughs> That's you know, fucking Me and funny. I can't go way back. He's a good dude. I fuck with Con Heavy, bro. Yeah, he's doing I his do. thing. I don't even think he's still over there, is he? He, he is on occasion, but he's doing the food community the food and all community. that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if it wasn't for Icon, I wouldn't have met my good friends at Royalty Honey USA. Go now, ahead. I, Give him a shout I, out. No, I don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. But there is the number one all-natural sexual enhancement product on the market. If you want to... Get it up a little bit harder if you want to make it last a little bit longer. If you want to make it bust a little bit harder, you got to go to RoyaltyHoneyUSA.com. Discount code LUSHUNO, all caps, one word, L-U-S-H-U-N-O. It'll make you light as a feather, stiff as a board. You'll be knocking it down like never before. And for the ladies, it works for y'all too. It'll turn your pool into an oasis. You'll be splashing everywhere. That's, look... A lot of people, you go to 7-Eleven, you go to the Chevron, you want a little dick pill, you want one of them rhinos, they're not going to do you right, they're going to give you a headache, you don't know what's in that shit, but them Royalty Honey USA packs, go ahead and get it. If you want that 20% discount, go to RoyaltyHoneyUSA.com, discount code LUSHUNO, one word, all caps, L-U-S-H-U-N-O, and guess what? Don't be embarrassed, it's the best move you'll ever make. Come on now! Royalty honey gotta come dance with the devil. Yeah, for real. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm having to shoot you a pack for sure. Check and this I, out. And I'm gonna tell you what, the hyenas are gonna love you for it. Check this out. Me and the guy at the liquor store, I went to the liquor store the other day, right? And the guy at the liquor store had them, the honey packs. Yeah. The yeah. ones you guys have on your show. Yeah, yeah. And you know what he you know what he told me? He said all the youngsters come buy it, right? They don't need it. Bro, we were the, the fool was like, my shit still works and I'm 50. I go, my shit still works and I'm like at that age, right? Well, I'm not 50, but you know, but he was like, why You're the, old enough to smoke chronic. I go, why the fuck all these kids need that shit? They don't, but you know what? Hey, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna tell y'all youngins to do that, but if you're over 18, you're able to do it. Have fun with it, it's gonna work. Maybe you're a little bit nervous. Okay. Maybe you know what I mean? Maybe you drink too much and you you know that that's just not getting up and you want a little something extra. It'll work. Maybe but, they got a baddie for the first time in their life. And, yeah. Yeah, you, you know, get, they're, they're, they're afraid, you know. You get nervous. It happens, bro. Might get nervous. It, it happens. So, yeah. Fully endorse the product, though. It works. There you go. Royal, royalty, honey, come fucking dance with the devil. Yeah, yeah. Show my boy some love. Come hey, on. Uh, so how the fuck did you get off of the off of the dope? Diablo Azul. Come on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Before we get there, what a stupid question. Did you ever fuck with the Primos? Hell yeah, I fucked with the primos. Okay, you were you were a big Cavi fan I'm or a not? P, I'm a P dog. Nah, P dog. Not like a big Cavi fan, but yeah, you know. P dogs, boy, with with cigarette or weed? With both, uh, but I prefer with weed. Okay, I, I never I never weed. liked the the cigarette the cigarette one. Uh, I think those were called P dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay. so there's like. Primos, aka P Dogs. You yeah, feel me? well, like, they have yeah. the same name, but I know yeah, the yeah. cigarette ones were called a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't recall Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs. We, we used to call them Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, that's Puffs. just nasty though. And then um, there's Grammys. That's when you know that's a whole other thing too. Did you, did you, you weren't a big fan of the of the Primo? I mean, with 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 rock. Yeah, with rock. Yeah, it's cool. Like, look, I I was way more into just powder. You know what I getting, mean? Like getting higher. Yeah, yeah. I like like crack. I definitely have smoked some crack in my life, and it was delicious. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it I, is. I had some good times with it, but it was like I was more of a, a cocaine guy, and then eventually 
the last even, year of my even addiction. The, even the cocaine on the weed in the bong or something. That I love that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's cool too. It's, 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 it's not as much as Primo, like a big hit as the P Dogs, but it's still cool. But the thing is, that fucking high only lasts ten minutes. Dog. That's that's the problem, and that's when um, you know, the that's real when you move up the ranks. You know, we know Blue Devil, but uh, what do you know about Clear Devil? Damn, dog, them yeah, shards, them yeah. shards. Yeah, once that 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 shit was that shit was. Can you feel it in your stomach right now? Oh, just talking about it makes my hands. Can you feel sweaty. it in your stomach? Yeah, yeah bro. I, I I introduced my neighborhood to Primos, bro. Fuck, you turned them like, out. Yeah, I turned them all out, yeah. dog, for like. Five years straight, I was a twig, you know. But hey, I was able to. Maneuver. How did you stop? I was able to maneuver, you know. You can ask me questions on your podcast. <laughs> okay, I got you. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. No, I'll tell you how you I know? stopped though. Let me know. My ass had to go to motherfucking rehab. I went to jail. Okay, similar, you know. Jails, institutions, and death. Right. Yeah. That's they, the, you have no choice. That's it. You know. So you went to rehab. Don't tell me your dad paid for it. No. Like, my dad has paid for rehab before. Okay, that's dope. My, I've, I've been, so, between 16 and 19, I was in, like, 10 or 11. After juvie, I was in, like, 10 or 11 treatment facilities throughout my rest of my teenage years. Yeah. And then I didn't go to any until my late 30s. I wound up going back. And um, Was there a time where your parents just said, you know what, we're not going to help at all? No oh, yeah, no, I've been cut off from my parents. Because I'm sure like, they were there for a very long time, I'm they, sure. They, they, so, really, so my parents cut me off when I was 17. Oh, shit, like, I left. On. I left home at 17. I was supposed to go to college, do all this shit. I left home, was staying with a bitch for a while, staying with homies. Then um, went to a bunch of rehabs, wound up in Arizona, trapping out of fucking motels, doing some other shit. Then I wound up back in treatment, which my parents did pay for. And then uh, I moved to the Bay Area, where, where I lived for most of my 20s, but I was back and forth between home and the Bay. Yeah. I love Oakland. It was, it was besides the, the fights I had to get in because I was from L.A. Um, you know, I really got actually I love the Bay. That's my second home. I'm like... You know, you ask some of them, they'll think I'm from there. You feel yeah. me? I, I, I rep and push the line for the Bay Heavy is a, is a great, love the Bay. Um, but it wasn't, um, like, I, I stayed getting fucked up that whole time. And then in my late 30s, when I went to treatment, like, my parents and I were cool, like, but they didn't trust me. They were not being financially supportive at all. Yeah. There's a program called Music Cares, which if you're a musician, or in the arts and you need treatment, you could go to Music Cares and they will pay for you to go to treatment. Oh, so, shit. If you qualify, which wound up happening to me. Now, quick question. Do you Shout out to Music Cares. That just saved my life. Shout out to Music Cares. Do you still think you're in your family's will? <laughs> Fuck. I don't think anybody's ever asked you that before. That's a crazy, it's a great question. I think so. I think so. You know what I mean? But um, I'm definitely not counting the days till my parents no, die. No, of course like, not. Of course I'm not. grateful for, I want them to live Facts. long. To be honest with you, like, at this point, they, you know, they, they got money. My dad's got his pension. And he's still like, yeah. you know, he. but they're not like balling like that. Like, like that. what people so, make it out to be. Yeah, yeah. People are it's fucking not, stupid, bro. They don't, they don't even, listen. They probably don't even know your full name, and yet they know all this shit about you. No, and like, oh, they'll look me up on Celebrity Net Worth, and they're like, oh, nah, but yeah, look, I'm going to tell you like this. Uh, so my, my dad is a filmmaker. He's, okay. a, he's a movie director, and he made some movies that were really big in the 80s and 90s. Okay. But he hasn't worked, and my dad's 80 years old. He hasn't worked in 20 years. Damn. So, yeah, man. but he, he, you know, family, bro, having family have your back is the best shit in the world, bro. Yeah. 
It is. And that, that that's the greatest gift that I got from sobriety is because if there's any chance of me being anybody's motherfucking will, it's because I got sober. Because you feel me? I I had burnt all bridges prior to that. Facts, bro. When you when you on drugs, bro, people don't understand, bro. You do the wildest shit. Yeah. You do the wild you're not even thinking straight most of the time. You know, most of the time. Ninety nine point nine of the time. You don't you, you don't know? care. So to be able to listen, to be able to be able to go through all that, bro, and be here today. Listen, that's a big accomplishment, bro. You know, I attribute it all to God. It's all by the grace of God. And the, the, the thing is, my boy, um, that's why, like, last year was really crazy for me. Because after I got out of treatment during the pandemic in, in 2020, I wound up doing really well. I started rebuilding my relationships. I was engaged to be married. Things yeah. were going really well. I, you know, I started doing the battle rap thing, started making a lot of money, cracked a couple very sizable investments. Oh, I didn't you know? say cracked a couple of baddies. I mean, you know. That too. Then, you know, it's a, hey, uh, first you get the money, then you get the power. You feel me? You know the rest. Facts. And then I, I was doing really, really well. I was, you know, for half a million up, I was killing the game. Like, things were looking up. I was going to be a millionaire by the end of 2022. And then um, my investor was deep in the Web3 space. You know what Web3 is? No, so like, familiar like, though. Like NFTs and shit okay. like that. So, and they wound up, that market crashed. He had, uh, my, our investor had most of his assets in a cryptocurrency bank called Celsius. Okay. I encourage y'all to look up what happened with Celsius. They froze their assets. Oh, so imagine shit. like, if you bank with Chase or Wells Fargo or B of A, you go to the ATM to make a withdrawal and they said, Nope. They said, we're not honoring any withdrawals anymore. And, um, owed us a quarter of a million dollars. And, uh, we had a big event, six figure event. I wound up having to dump all of my money into it just to make it happen. Yeah. Still wasn't enough. Had to take out some high interest loans, which wound up Damn. leverage against my business, which wound up brutally fucking me in the ass and fucking taking no prisoners. You feel me? Basically, no Vaseline. No Vaseline. Basically, the the predatory loans did me like Jason Love did to Lane of the Plug. And, um, God damn! Without the kidney shot at the end, you feel me? Without the with 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 or without the cream pie? Full cream pie, except for I didn't. Except for I didn't eat it afterwards, like Shorty did. Damn! Um, uh, but that's that. That's what wound up uh, happening. So then, at that point, within a month, that happens. My relationship crumbles, and my mom gets diagnosed with a uh, terminal illness. Oh shit! So, and my whole. Every, I lost everything. I'm broke at that point. Back to ground zero. And in sobriety, I'm reaching this whole new low. I'm basically feeling like I don't, care if I, yeah. I don't care if I live or die anymore. And this is after I've survived so much. Survived um, being incarcerated. Survived being shot at. Survived being stabbed. Survived overdoses. Survived everything rugged. that happens when you run in a muck. Yeah, rugged you know? life. And... Um, this is, you know, been divorced. All this crazy shit that I've been through. Ups and downs. Like, a, you know what a homeboy once told me not to cut you off? Uh, it's called a roller coaster. Yep. You up, that's you it. down. That's it. You up, you down. That shit went down to the seventh layer of hell. You hey, feel bro, me? Like, but that's what makes you as a motherfucking man, though. No, no, that's, that's right? real talk. But here's the thing. So I thought that I had already been through everything. Now I'm at this new low again. And the light at the end of the tum tunnel is 
I start to gain some traction at No Jumper, and they're starting to put me on all these podcasts. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting a whole new shot. Hold on. If you're going into No Jumper, I don't want to talk about that right now. Okay. So we Let's cut hold it off. Cut, yeah, cut it yeah, off yeah, yeah. right there. But Boom. But, you know... Uh, the roller coaster, bro. It that gives you experience in life that that allows you to understand. You know, things can be good one day, things can be bad another. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's just experience, bro. You know. Yeah. yeah. But you were able to overcome all that shit. You know, how does that feel? Look, the, the, and that's kind of what I was about to be getting to. Is no matter what, like the shit that I, the the shit that I've gone through since then. At the end of the day, like although I'm someone that's very emotional. I got, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I don't have the best poker face. I'm going to let you know how I feel about a situation. Yeah. People can say that's a weakness. I view it as a strength because yeah. I'm not afraid of who no, I am. Facts. I'm not afraid of displaying my emotions. I'm not displaying. You're not hiding shit. Yeah. Good, bad, and ugly, you're going to see it. And a lot of times people will see that and think that's all you are and then make these little assumptions about your Stories. character yeah. when they don't know you or don't know the whole previous decades that led up to that. But really, like, what what people don't know, people that have followed me for a while do know, though, is that I bounce the fuck back. That's so if people think that it's a rap or I'm in a bad place or this or that, like, watch what happens. And, like, I take I take L's. I've been taking a lot of L's. But like I said earlier with Lush World, we, we take them L's, we turn them into W's. Yep. That's it. And I know that I have In a, order to win, bro, you got to lose. The big W is right around the corner, baby. You know... Uh, yeah, bro. A lot of motherfuckers don't understand that. A lot of people just get the misconception that you are what they see. And I tell people all the time, look, you're only knowing you only know about me because it's what I want to show you. Yeah, that's all. So whatever I don't show you, you're probably never gonna know. Facts. You know, so they they get this idea of you being a rich kid that comes from a rich family. Uh, what I've seen them call you uh Malibu's most wanted. Fire. From a fake gang. Fire. All this weird shit. And it's like, dog, do you even know the fucking guy's last name? Right. Like, how how do you know all this? And do you even know any of his homies? Like, it, it, nobody, here, bro. nobody that grew up with me. Nobody. Like, like my homies, they'll laugh at that shit. Facts. You feel me? Like, anyone that knows me, anyone that's been following me, people didn't talk that way about me in the battle rap or hip hop space. These are these nuke and these kids are all saying that from the comfort of their own privileged lives in their in parents their house yeah, staining their fucking keyboards on their on their MacBook Pro that their parents bought them with the motherfucking Cheetos bro I'll put it to like this people be having this shit that oh blue devil's not allowed with his homies not allowed with his hood and it's like dog they're here every fucking day what right. the fuck are you talking about I just like, met a couple of your homies yeah, yeah you know what I mean? it's like I don't even entertain it bro because it's like if you literally think that, then you must be nobody at all. Like, come on. And and like, what was the first thing you said to me? You're like, damn, you rolled solo. That Facts. shows like, like I'm Facts. not, I'm not coming super and, deep. And what like, I tell you is, motherfucker must not be afraid, right? Because I've had people roll up here deep as fuck. You know, two, three people. I've even, I've had a few roll solo. You know, but that really tells the character of a man because when you, some people need an entourage just because entourage just because who they are. I understand it, right? But some people don't need it, bro. And some people be trying to do that on purpose to like, like, hey, in case somebody wants to fuck with me or whatever. But if you a real one, bro, you know, come on. Hey, there's only one person, one, one thing that knows where I'm gonna go, and that's God. And uh, you feel me? And if motherfuckers gonna catch me, they gonna it, catch if me, it's, bro. Listen, 
If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. That's it. You can't be living your life afraid of going places. Bro, people be like, hey, Blue Devil, I saw you in traffic. And you know what? They'll tell me the streets. I'll be like, oh, shit, that was me. But listen, you should have took a photo with me. Right. Like, you're right. trying to tell me because you're trying to scare me? Like, that ain't going to scare me because what's going to happen is going to happen. Right. And if, if you end up dead, that was your decision, my guy. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If I ever do wind up dead... A lot of people are going to be upset about that. Dick, I'm not talking about you. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. I got you. I'm just saying in general, you feel me? Like The homies going to slide? A lot of people are going to be upset about that. Listen, another thing, right? You're the bag, right? Exactly. The homies got to protect the bag. Right. Right? So when I got, when you see photos of me and my, my I have a couple of dudes that are always, always on call. They'll be like, oh, you got security, you're a bitch, blah, blah, blah. My homeboys are only protecting the bag. Yeah. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to punch you in the face if you get close to me. Yeah. But I'm going to just tell you, if you do get close to me, then I'm going to punch you. Right. But if if you, if you can't, then that means that the homies are going to take care of business. Come on. Like, what, what's going to happen when they take the bag out? The homies didn't do their job. And it's, and, and it's, it's beyond, like, the bag. It's, it's beyond the bag. It's, like, how you treat people. Facts. And, you know, if you're a good person, if, you're, if your heart is pure... If the content of your character shines through. Not only that, bro. They love you. The homies love you, bro. That's like it. You got a certain few. I'm not going to say all of them because there's a lot of haters of even course. in between the homies. Of course. But you do have a, a solid few that that will, that will are always going to be there, bro. And regardless of the money, regardless of this or that, you, you could have done something for him. It could have done something for you. But they always going to be there, bro. You and, know? and I know that gangster shit aside, there's homies that you would kill or die for. Facts. You know what I mean? And that's it. That's the way it is. Uh, listen, we're gonna take a five minute break, and then we're gonna come back and get into the, into what they call right here on this channel. They call it the gossip, the the comadreando, and the uh, they have one the chisme. The chisme. So that's what it is here. Even though they watching, somehow they say that I'm just a chisme master. So you know, I take that. You're a chismoso. I'm a chismoso. Okay. You know, I I, I take that. So we're gonna take a uh, five minute break real quick. And then we're going to come back and hit you guys with the shit you guys want to hear. And you want to take some phone calls? Hell yeah. We'll take some phone calls and let the haters call in. Talk your shit. So we'll be back in five. All right. So if, if, if this shit drops below 500, we're not taking no calls. Better stay up. Be grateful. You need haters. What is you complaining about? What do you think a hater's job is? To hate. So let them do their goddamn job. What the is you complaining about?
You gotta be grateful, you need haters. What is you complaining about? What do you think a hater's job is? To hate, so let them do their goddamn job. What the f is you complaining about?
you gotta be grateful you need haters what is you complaining about what do you think a hater's job is to hate so let them do their goddamn job what the f is you complaining about We back in the building. We back in the motherfucking building. In the building. Lush one. Standing with it. Lush one. All right. Let's go. Give me a second. Damn, for you already got a. You, all right. Salute, bro. You already got a short out there. It says, Dubs one. No, no. Lush one takes a shot at Adam at the hater world. Damn. <laughs> already? <laughs> The motherfuckers didn't even let the fucking content finish. <laughs> you know? That they don't a, even know what's coming. That was a little shot, too. That was a that was a pea shooter right there. Hey, the, the guy that put it on YouTube, put that shit on Instagram. It'll move faster on Instagram. Here we go, live in three, two, one. There we go. We back, baby. We back. Damn, those fucking lights hurt my eyes, fool. Motherfuckers be like, why you wear glasses indoors? Motherfucker, because the lights. My boy's got some prodders. Show him some respect. Because cause the lights. We proud of you. Right? All the hard work. You know? Uh, all right. Let, let the people come in here. You know, we, we shot down 150 people. It's all cool. They'll come back. They love to hear the bullshit. Uh, is there anything that I left out from, like, your upbringing? My story is crazy. There's so much that, that you there's no way to cover it. Yeah. You facts. know what I mean? Like That's for sure. We're not taking no calls right now, so stop calling. Yeah, but I know. You, you know what? Y'all are the only other podcast besides Lush World that take the calls. I take the calls on the haters only, but not my not the 200 boys. Because I have two podcasts. I have okay. the 200 boys where it's me and Playboy. We just talk about current events, right. you know, shit like that. But then I got the haters only where I have the guests come up here. And that's where I have the uh, the uh, the phone calls come in. Right. But I see you taking phone calls, bro. You do shows directly with phone calls, huh? Oh, yeah. How is that? Why? I like to give the fans a voice. Good, bad, or ugly. I want to hear what the people got to say. And I see motherfuckers talk shit, though. Hell, yeah. And they, you know what? Guess what? You finna get roasted. Have you had a fan call up there, talk shit, and then later say, I was just playing? Hell of times. They just wanted your attention. I'll on. get text messages later that night like, no, I'll fuck with you. That's how it is, bro. That's how it is. They just they just want they just want your attention, bro. That's all it is. You know. Hey, did you see the the podcast that I had up here with Spider Loke? Or did you see a clip of it? Nah. I had a I had a question for him, right? The question was why do the Southside homies always pay for black features, right? Like mm -hmm. they'll pay for like, you know, this guy or that guy. But why is it that the black rapper never pays? The, the the homies for mm -hmm. a feature right and he said the the he he basically said in layman's term they suck right uh he tried to say that it was the 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 language barrier you know but you know if you break it all down he simply said that they suck uh what do you think about that 
I think that right now that's definitely not true. We, you know what I mean? And to put it into context, we were talking about a feature from 2007. So music back then was way it, different. There's a big, like, so if you look at, like, Chicano rap from that time, you know, which I'm a fan of. Like, I love uh, Mr. Shadow, Diablo, Mr. Criminal, you know what I mean? Like, Damn. Okay. Like, I've been Mr. Lil One. Like, I always had respect for that. Um, you know, being from West L.A., Proper Dose was a big influence on me growing up because their, their barrio is real close by okay. to where I grew up at, and I fuck with a lot of their people. So, like, that that was always a big influence. So I like, I love Chicano rap. Um, but stylistically, it was a lot different. Nowadays, it's way more, you know, when you when you look at what, like, you know, Peso's doing, you look at uh, what, uh, you know, R.I.P. Money Science Money Way, Science you way. know, yep. you look at what Swifty's doing, you look at, you know, there's a, Bravo the Bag Chaser, there's a lot of, you know, OGZ, there's a lot of fools that are just so really what, in line with, like, the current landscape of hip-hop. So what makes them stand out from Chicano rap in 07? It's just a completely different style. I feel like at that point, a lot of, like, Chicano rap was its own genre. They weren't trying to conform or sound like what's popular in the streets. And there was also way more of a cultural barrier back then, too. Yeah. You know, like, you didn't, the way um, the way homies dressed, the way, the, the dialogue, the lingo, there wasn't as much, like, mixing between the cultures. Nowadays, see, all that is is foreign to me. Or not foreign to me, but it's different to me because growing up in the West Side, like we grew up, like there's black hoods around us, there's yeah. white people, there's Asians, there's like so it's all races kind of intermingling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like perhaps. like th this whole thing of um, you know, like Chicano saying the N word or whatever it being so taboo. I grew up with Mexican homies saying the N word. Yeah. Forever. The OGs wasn't fucking with that. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like fools wasn't you gotta if you look at it. Culturally, West LA was the first side of town where, and you could look at like look at gangs from back then, even like in the in the nineties. Fools were there's like the first time you saw homies wearing white tees and listening to rap music and wearing baggy jeans and not not having the suspenders and fedoras and all that shit. Like you know what yeah, I mean? Facts. Like and just on some like orderly homes like that. We were the first ones to deviate from that. Yeah. So like I saw that growing up, you know what I mean? So now that's commonplace. And a, a lot of these dudes are just like, look at where like Swifty's from. Swifty's from Paramount. You know what I mean? Like yeah. down there it's the same thing. There's a lot of black folks around there. Like OGZ's from Hollywood, like same thing is from the West Side. So there's a lot of different so cultures. What you're, around. what you're saying is that they're starting to act like blacks. Well, I feel like there's more just cultural connection across the board. I feel like you know, blacks have been very influenced by Chicano culture in a lot of different ways. Facts. I feel like so it's not just one. It goes both. It ways. It goes both ways. And if you look at like other places, like look at Tejanos, like they've been on that time for a long ass time. And there's for show black artists paying peso peso for features and shit like that. So yeah, yeah, there is now. There is yeah, now there is. Yeah, but it was different. But like people always respect. And then if you look at like beyond just like Chicanos, like dude, like. There is no hip hop without Puerto Ricans. Facts. You know, Dominicans. They've been there since the beginning. Some of the greatest rappers of all time, the greatest artists. Big Pun is one of the best lyricists in hip hop history. You know what I mean? So you can't really just. Now I got a question for you. Can any Chicano rapper be a battle rapper? Absolutely. No, 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 no. We're not just talking to be politically correct. 
which Chicano rapper have you heard? Or or they don't have to be a name, but have you heard anybody that has bars enough to step in the ring with Lush One? The, okay, that's a good question. And don't so, bullshit. So you're saying like which rappers? It don't have to be a certain name, but you know, have you heard any any rapper ever in Chicano rap genre that has potential to step in the ring? So okay, there are rappers from. Be not even Chicano rappers. There's rappers from Mexico. See you fucking up. I said Chicano rappers. Okay, so okay, so Chicano. Ra- I know the, you're trying to beat around the question. The, so which, so which? No, your question is just so we're um, Chica- specific. Chicano rap is mostly like gangster, like cholo rap. Because like, are we including fools like Sick Jackin? No, no, we're not talking about like Cypress Hill. We're not talking about Sick Jackin. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we're talking about just like like the guys you mentioned earlier. And probably like I don't know, like Mr. Capone, Mr. Shadow, Night Owl, like rappers yeah, 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 of yeah, that yeah, yeah. caliber. You know, they're they're Chicano rappers. I'll tell you this, Mr. Criminal is a big fan of battle rap. I know that he fucks with it heavy. He spoke about it before. He's he's hit up homies before that he fucks with. So I feel like based on their abilities, if they put their mind to it, it's possible. Now, when I listen to like what. Swifty and uh, them dudes be doing Bravo. Be, it's definitely not within the same lyrical intensity as a battle rapper. So they so say say Swifty Blue got in the ring with you, what would happen? He would have to if, if Swifty Blue was gonna get in the ring with me, he would have to conform his style and focus on certain attributes of punchlines, of flow, of syllables stop being nice and wordplay no that that that's the reality i'm not saying he can't do that it's just a matter people always be like oh 50 cent is is whack 50 cents not as lyrical as so-and-so 50 cent knew in order to sell records in order to be successful he focused on certain attributes of his artistry if he wanted to focus on different uh aspects of emceeing he could have been a battle rapper so you're saying that swifty blue could see you in the ring I don't think any look. I'm a as an MC. I don't believe anybody can see me in the ring. You know what I mean? But I feel like if he focused, he's a talented enough artist to where. But that wouldn't be disrespectful to you, though. How so, bro? To somebody that's not even from your genre, try to try to take that throne from you. I don't think that I don't see it happening. I don't think it's. I don't think what we're talking about is in the realm of like reality. Finally, you know what I mean? It's not a reality. You know, no. Like, now I will say this: like when I hear Ojeezy, he got punchlines. You yeah. know what I mean? Ojeezy could like out of all of them, I feel like he's got the punchlines. But I, I wouldn't consider Ojeezy Chicano rap though. He, he's not, but he is. He's a, just rap. He's a Chicano that raps though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider any of those dudes that we just mentioned. Nah, Money Chicano Sons, Wade, Swifty. I wouldn't consider they're, them. They're Chicano not. Rap at they're, all. they're not. You know what I mean? Like Icon's a Chicano rapper. I, okay, then Icon would be. Closer to the forefront yes. of what would be. Yes, he will. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of dudes. Like, I want to shout out to, to all the Rasa that, that do battle. Like, you know, my boy Mega One, my boy Epic Nine Over, my boy, um, you know, my homegirl Germ Free, my homegirl Looney Divine. There's a lot of dope fe- uh, female Chicano and Chicana uh, MCs that are firing battles. Yeah, facts. Yeah, there's a lot of people that take pride in that, and that's what they do. You know, I was just simply speaking for the Chicano rap genre. Now, do you ever think that any of the Chicano rappers will make it to mainstream rap? Again, like, so are you talking, like, who are we talking about right now? I don't know. Whoever, whoever's in Chicano rap right now, we got a bunch of people. And you, you probably can't think of nobody because I can't either. 
like all the dudes that I mentioned, they're like older they're, now. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. Like, yeah. And that that's like You mentioned uh Shadow, Shadow Lil One. Shadow Lil One, um um Diablo was fire. There, there's a bunch of fools. You yeah, know there I mean? is. Like, but they're all older now. I don't even think they're in the Oh, you know who would fucking kill it in a battle? She probably don't count to you, but Snow the Product would kill it in a battle. Yeah, uh, Vel, Vel, Vel Nine would kill it in a battle. You know what I mean? Like there's, there are dope female MCs, Chicanas that would kill it for sure. You know what I mean? Facts. Like, yeah, but she's already like sort of mainstream too. Yeah, yeah. But, but Snow, I feel like would be Snow. I feel like is that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Facts. Yeah, she is. She's she would, she would have the best shot out of anybody we mentioned. But like, yeah, I, I gotta put myself up on like who were like some current Chicano rappers in Spanish that because most of the dudes that we was talking about they're rapping in Spanish. There's like, a there's a lot of new youngsters, bro. But I, I'm I'm like from the 2002 all the way to 2009. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. from that era and all those guys mostly are gone, bro. It's only a few that are still out there like Mr. Capone, Mr. Criminal. Right. Uh King Little G is still King out there. King Little he's, G he's a, he's he, a big, he 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 might a big dog. Oh, remember that Omar Cruz? He was Omar kinda, Cruz. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think he's still active. He wasn't like, my my cup of tea, but I knew him through the guy Animines. Yeah, you know yeah. Animines. Yeah, yeah, and he's a and Omar Cruz from West LA. I think he's from Culver City. And he like, made yeah. it big too. Yeah, yeah, he did. He, he did. The he thing. had his little thing going. on. He was on. a signed artist. There, there's a lot. You know what I mean? I think it just depends on if they're focusing. But like, as far as the, like the Chicano rap in. In Mexico, or not Chicano rap, but Mexican rappers. Mexico rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a whole movement. There's out a there. lot of fools that are fire yeah. right now. There's a whole My movement. boy Eptos Uno is crazy, but there's so many. Like, can't even name them all. That's a whole thing right now. Yeah, facts. Yeah, I, I was mostly speaking for the Southsider rappers. Right, I got you. That are like gangster cholo guys. Do you ever see any of them making that big push, bro? Or because of their look, their style? They could. I just don't see them wanting to. But I will say, like, right now. Why, though? Why, though? So, but just to put it in perspective, the language that's getting the most views in battle rap is Spanish. There's a huge, from Mexico to Argentina to, you know, Different countries across the world where battle rap is huge. My boy Asesino okay. from, from Mexico, he's from DF, from Mexico City. He's the most viewed battle rapper in the world. His battles get like 80 million views. Shit, that's a shitload. So keep in mind, it's a lot bigger than people As a matter realize. of fact, speaking about Chicano rappers, I forgot to give my homie a shout out real quick. He's one of the sponsors today. Give me a second. He's a He's a Chicano rapper. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Mr. Casper YC. All right, Mr. Casper YC. You ever heard of him? Sound familiar? Yeah, I'll, I'll put you on to his music right after we're done. Let me let me get his info. He is uh, upstate Sureño from Yuba City, California. Okay. Over here by Sacramento. Yeah, that's near Sac, yeah. Westside Myrtle Street Gang. My boy. Go crazy. Uh, Casper YC. Those that don't know, go follow Mr. Casper. Uh, Sage, if you can put his link in the in the bio, and I'll go ahead and pin it. Uh, he's a Chicano rapper with the whole gangster look, and he's doing his thing, you know. And uh, if you look on like different, if like you ain't hard fool, they'll post a lot of yeah. They they, yeah. they they bring awareness to a lot of the homies that are coming up. Shout to you ain't hard fool. They they they, they raw with it. Shout out to the yeah. food community. Food community, you ain't hard fool. Mad deep podcast, all that shit. Yeah, salute to all of them. They're they're, they're doing their thing. Uh yeah, but you know, there's a lot of see. This is what I say, and this is my 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 opinion means nothing, right? But there's a lot of homies that don't want to switch it up. You think a lot of homies got to switch it up? 
if they want to go. The thing is, right now, I feel like hip-hop is in a really transitional period. You know what I mean? And we're kind of waiting to see what the next big trend is. And if you're not ahead of the curve, you're not going to make it. Facts. So you got you to gotta elevate your style. All right, to everybody, I just pinned the I just pinned Mr. Casper's Instagram, so go hit him up. Let him know that Blue Devil sent you. Yeah, some but some listen. You know what King Lil G told me when he came up here? He goes, "You never know what's gonna work for somebody." You know, uh, a cholo dude with bald head and a flannel, it might work for him. Right. You know, so it, it it'd be a dumb business move to try to change his style without trying to see if that would work first. Yeah, and if you look, you gotta be yourself. Elevating your style doesn't mean don't be yourself. Facts. But you gotta be the most advanced. I mean, another dude we didn't mention, Sad Boy Loco. You know, oh what yeah, I mean? like, Sad yeah. Boy, my motherfucking boy. Yeah, he 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 did it with the whole gangster look. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, he up there. He you know he charted number five, I think. He was uh, he's up there on a four hundred ENT fucking yep. with YG and them like why I mean like even YG's a good example he came in the game it wasn't trendy to, to talk be, to yeah. talk about gang banging like that and look he he made that shit work for him yeah the West Coast was done at that time it, it was you know it was a dark period he brought that uh, he brought that flavor back bro that flavor we we're missing you know uh, all right so enough with all this bullshit. Get to the cheese made fool. Enough with all this bullshit. Hey, what's up with uh with your boy? No jumper. Your boy. Listen, I wasn't hired by the motherfucker. You were. That's your man. You was accepting the checks. Hell yeah. You was accepting the uh the commodity. Yeah. How the fuck you say it? I needed that shit. Uh I needed the checks. What did I should say? The word I should say? Camaraderie. There you go. Yeah. Uh dog, how how did that come about? How did they? How did you get the phone call that said, "Hey, we need Lush One up here at the compound now"? So my boy, disaster. So first, I wound up having a meeting with Adam in 2021, talking about bringing a battle rap podcast to No Jumper. Um, we wound up making that happen. My boy, disaster had already been on the platform, had an interview with over a million views, and so once he connected the dots, we locked that in. We had a podcast called God Tier. Which came out the be- like March of last year. Okay. It dropped, and we were doing that. It was cool. We were more focusing on battle rappers and like the lyrical side of hip hop. We had Exhibit over there. We had Razkaz. We had Tash from the Alcoholics. You know what I mean? We had a bunch of battle rap legends, um, Geechee Gotti, Danny Myers, Rum Nitty, a bunch of fools like that. But um, it didn't really translate to the broad no jumper audience. Then eventually. Um, Around when I was telling you earlier about like shit was kind of going crazy for me. I was in a rough period. I wound up doing some interviews. Um, and, well, disaster. He uh, was out of town. He was in Lebanon. So I started. I was like, well, let me reach out to other people I know, Jumper, and have them co-host with me. So I did one with Duno, where we interviewed Reverie. So, um, so at first it wasn't even uh, come. We're gonna hire you. It was something else. Right. It was like a whole little side thing. You know what I mean? And then um, eventually, they put me on the No Jumper show, which is Adam's podcast, and the people really liked me off rip. They were like, yo, this guy's funny, he's he's honest, like, they like me for whatever reason, and okay. they started bringing me back, and I was, within a month, I was like the, I was on the podcast more than anybody. You couldn't go a day without, without seeing, seeing me on No Jumper. Yeah. So. 
So that's how he became. So now, were you offered like a contract, a deal, a partnership? Yeah, I got. Um, so at first, it was I was a ten ninety nine, which is an independent contractor. Okay. And then in the beginning of January, they offered me a contract, and I was so independent contractor. What were you getting? Fifty bucks a show or what? No, I was getting more than that. I was getting like two hundred and fifty a show, which, but like for me, I was actually at that time. Doing five shows a week, bro. Like so, from uh, and sometimes more. You know what I mean? Because I'd be yeah. doing various appearances from September, October, November, December. I was making like six racks a month, okay. six, 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 seven racks a month, five racks. You know what I mean? Like in that range. Yeah. So I was doing pretty good. You yeah. know what I mean? Pretty fast. Like, and then you know I signed a contract, which was so what was even the, better. What was the contract like for the pocket watchers? I was poised. Don't add no extra zeros. I was poised to make over six figures by the end of the year. And then something happened. Then I wound up getting fired in the middle of March. Okay, hold on. So so you got a big contract. You signed on the deal. You signed on the, on the dotted line. Correct. So was that for a year, two years, three years? One-year contract. Did you fulfill the one year? No, 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 no. I made it like three months. Okay, so did you get paid when you left? I, I was getting paid. Yeah, I got my... So I was getting... Every other week, I get a paycheck. So after you after you got fired, did you get the package that you were owed? I will say that there is some discrepancies with because people don't understand how a contract works. Some people there's, are fucking there's, retarded. There, there is, there is, there's some, some discrepancy with when that. When somebody breaks the contract, they, somebody still owes. Right. If you would have broke the contract, you would have owed him seven months or eight months, whatever you had left. Correct. If he broke the contract, he still has to pay out the money that he. That he owes. There's there, there's some there's some legality going on over there, but at the end of the day, um, they did compensate me well when I was there, and that's not something I have an issue with regarding them. Got you. Uh, so then all of a sudden, you know, uh, you went from being Adam's right hand man, from being his sidekick to being the most trusted, to being so somewhat called a rat. Yeah. Did, was it really so, what it was meant to be? What it was, you know? Did you, so you perceived that when you you saw like how I somehow, how much he favored me at one point. Yeah, I saw how much, and I, you know what I thought? I go, because he's white. You think that's what it was? Yeah. It could be. I thought I thought he'd really trust this dude because he's, cause he, you know, same skin color. White privilege. Yeah, I swear to God, that's what I thought. Well, that's why he's entrusting this fool with all that shit because this is the guy he's going to keep around with. I think he already had a plan. To let everyone go except you. Well, and there was truth to that. Not everyone, but a lot of people. The thing is, Adam, uh, which is weird because I feel like Adam has this thing where he wants to be the only cool white boy around. Oh, shit. So it's like, there's if you notice, there's not a, there has never really been a lot of white people on that podcast. Yeah. Facts. In the beginning, when he had his other BMX homies with him, yeah, because that's who he kicked to it yeah. was white people. But once he got in the game... Look at everyone else he put on. Yeah. There's no other white people. Oh, brothers. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, I was having an argument with somebody the other day, and I told him, look, when he fired everybody, I feel that he fired them because he felt he wasn't in control no more. Everybody was running the show except him. Well, I, I think that um, certain things were upsetting to him. First of all, like the contract that I signed, I wasn't able to do any 
my own podcast at that time. Okay, so you were they wanted, exclusive. They wanted all my content to be on No Jumper, which I was fine with because I was there five days a week Facts. putting in work anyway. Like, I ain't got time for nothing else. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't think, like, so before then, he was encouraging AD and T-Rail to do and their own shit. Do their own thing. And um, I don't I don't know if Duno already had his own thing. Yeah, he did. I think he already had his own thing. So he went into it with his own thing already. Um, but with those other guys, it was he was encouraging them to get it cracking because there's no way in his mind he would ever conceive. Them growing up more than him. Right. That's how it is, bro. Listen, motherfuckers can tell you all this good shit, and that's cool. But once they see you creeping up around the corner... They'll they'll cut you off. So I think that, but I think it was more like I think that there was like he saw them blowing up and he was kind of like, "Damn, we gotta stop." We, we, it's not taking that, away from his shit. It's taking away from his shit. So when like let's say there's a new news item, like what like what just happened today? Oh, Kodak Black and Takashi. Yeah, did a song. Okay, yeah, did a song. Now, if AD talks about that on Community. Then yeah. AD talks about that with pun on Ace Boys. Ain't nobody trying to hear it over here. And then he's got, like, he's yeah. already talked about it twice. We already heard T Rail talk about it on Back on Fig. Yeah. Now, when we all get on the No Jumper show to talk about old it, old news. Old news, and they're burnt out on it. You yeah. know what I mean? Facts. And then on, on top of that, we added they added a new segment. So we're doing the news in the morning. So by the time the like the nighttime podcast came along, it was like motherfuckers are burnt out. The fans are burnt out. Facts. And they're getting like a clip talking about Takashi and, and Kodak was getting more views on their pages. Yeah. On back on fig than it was on no jumper. And then at a certain point he's like, damn. And they just didn't seem Adam was, was saying like, Oh, they don't seem like they're into it. They seem like they're fucking with that more. And then there was just like internal conflicts. And he was just kind of at a, at a time for a while, he was kind of like, let's, uh, let's not do, he, he, he didn't even want to like, um, talk about, hip-hop content anymore like he's open on the podcast said a grip of times i don't listen to rap music anymore i don't fuck with it blah 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 blah, blah. like so i think he wanted to kind of go into a different direction i'm not saying he wanted to completely stop the hip-hop shit, yeah. yeah but he wanted to focus way more on doing political debates and having viral characters over there and shit it's more that more what he was interested in but you think that was him trying to push out all the rest of the podcasters that were there because you know ad ain't talking about no politics no i i do feel like that he was kind of like over the wave of the gang affiliated podcasters talking about like you feel like it seems like the jokes weren't hitting anymore. Fools weren't in line. You know what I mean? Like, people were... I mean, there's a whole audience that only liked what they were talking about. Yeah, facts. And didn't... Adam was, like, wasn't even close to the most popular podcaster on his own channel. That's what I'm saying. At that time, it felt like he wasn't in charge of shit no more because not only was he getting called out on a lot of shit he was doing, like, you know, having that Nazi white guy up there. Right. You know, those were things he wanted to do. And, yeah, he can't even do it on his own podcast because other motherfuckers would be pissed about it right so there was a point where i'm thinking he was probably like what the fuck i own this shit don't tell me who the fuck i can bring up here yeah he wasn't feeling that but the weird thing is that since all that transpired now what does he have over there tell me more gang members than ever before well that's his protection my boy and there's no like barely any political content you know why he's leaning more into the street shit than ever before you know why all those gang bangers are there right just in case Milk 74 goes and kicks his door oh, again. Oh, shit.
Watch out. Shout out to Milk74. Gilligan22. That's what he said, right? (laughs) Hey, he's the only motherfucker that went and kicked the door. He showed So you got to give him that. You showed it. Hey, so. uh, Milk was ready. Yeah, Milk was ready, bro. Regardless. In fucking flip flops. Hey, uh, and soccer shorts. (laughs) My boy, Milk. Yeah, I salute. I fuck with Milk. Hey, but uh, as far as like him not trusting you no more. Where the fuck did that come from, bro? Because they were saying that, you know, you were spilling the beans. You were all over the internet running your mouth. And for a minute, I'm not going to lie, I, I sort of looked at it that way. I was like, damn, was was Lush really out there fucking pillow talking with, with a bunch of usernames? Well, there was like this one Discord group. And it was like, it wasn't a, but here's the thing. It wasn't, like, I thought that we were all, I thought that we had, like, had a rapport and we like had a level of trust. Most of them were affiliated with No Jumper in different ways. It wasn't like a complete random thing. Person, so yeah. I'm chopping it up, and they already knew the information that I went in there. I, I added a little bit extras on top of it, yeah. which I shouldn't have done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shouldn't have been having that dialogue. I was wrong for that. But the whole way it got um carried con- away construed is not accurate. So what was it then? What what what? Why why would first of all why would you add extras? Number one, and number two, you're not positive that those people in there were all solid individuals. No. So the thing is this: this is a Discord group that I was a part of, that AD was a part of, that all of us were. Now most of the people in there were employees of No Jumper. There's mods of No Jumper in there. It was all like a very tight knit group of people yeah that i believed to be solid at that time okay um we're having that's a problem you thought i thought i was it was a miscalculation now now here's the thing though it was blown way out of proportion because adam hit me up and he goes hey uh i'm removing ad from the podcast is going to be me and you. I think T-Rail is going to stay on, but if he wants to. By the way, spoiler alert, T-Rail was not going to stay on. But Adam didn't know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was like, we're and, uh, we're going to get somebody new, and it's going to be me, you, T-Rail, and somebody else. And I okay. was like, all right, well, um, did you talk to AD already? He said, yeah. I was like, how did he take it? He's like, he's fine with it. And I was like, so I hit up AD. Now, AD is the dude that helped me get on the No Jumper show. He's the one that knocked that. So I have a degree of loyalty to him for that. So I hit a baby. I'm like, yo, like, how do you feel? Um, and he didn't know. He knew. Oh, he, he knew. already knew. He already knew. So I told AD, I'm, I'm like, yo, like, how do you feel about this? And he was like, you know, it's whatever. Like, fuck that. I'm quitting. I don't think so I'm going to stay. Like, I'm out of there. Like, this shit is weak. We already got our own shit anyway. Community's going well. Like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, for sure. Then um, one of the things, so I go in the Discord. The Discord already knew about it when I went in there. Okay. I didn't tell them, like, oh, AD's getting fired. They're yeah, like, facts. they were like, yo, so I heard AD's getting fired. I'm like, how do y'all? What the fuck? You feel me? Like, they're like, yeah. But so what I said is, yeah, Adam said that he was sick of AD telling the same four jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one sentence. That's that, that one sentence that, that got you murked? That, that right there. That well, right there. My question is, why the fuck would you be in that discourse just talking? I mean, why like, though? Like, it wasn't nothing important though. You know what I so mean? So that, like, so, so, I, I 
fucked with them. You were I bored? Get, just so you were bored. It wasn't about boredom. Like, I was low-key. Like, we're talking about it. And what I was trying to do is... Yeah, what was your goal? What was my your goal, goal with that conversation, and I've said this several times, is trying to get advice, like how to navigate this situation. You know what I mean? Like these are people that had given me advice several times throughout my tenure over there, had been loyal to me. I'd met, I'd met uh, one, some of them in person, you feel me? Like some of them I still have relationships with to this day. I didn't think that it was anything that... Um, so... It, it, seems, AD, it, it, it seems like Adam feels like you threw him under the bus, and it also feels like AD thinks you threw him under the bus. AD don't think that at all. No. Because from what you're telling me right now, it sounds like AD was ready to leave without Adam knowing. He was going to leave regardless. Did Adam know? No. But that didn't affect really what I did. That gave AD the perfect excuse. Yeah. It, so you he beat Adam to the punch. Right. He was already going to do... No, no. So Adam had already let him go from the show, but he didn't kick him off the channel. Okay. He just said... Uh, you're, after, yeah, off the, off the, off the show. You're the not Monday on the show. No Jumper show anymore. Yeah. But he was still on... At the end of the day, yeah, and the he food still had channel. his, yeah, he still had the food show. He still had at the end of the day, he could still do the news. He was already over it. He wanted to dip, and me saying that to him gave him a great excuse to be like, you know what, like, so maybe Adam feels like you, like you, I don't want to say instigated the shit, but like you popped it off and you didn't let the boss be the boss. I think that Adam felt like that. I think that Adam felt like. Damn, I trusted him with sensitive information. But the thing is this, Adam has, the reason why I felt comfortable making that statement, Adam has said that several times on the podcast. You could go back and look. He said, AD, you always tell the same four jokes. He said that multiple times. Yeah, but This but, isn't like a big fucking secret, bro. Yeah, I know. But the point of the matter is that if I'm going to fire a fucking employee, I want to fire him. I don't want the employee to hear it from my right-hand man because it's like, first of all, you're not the boss. You're not fucking my sidekick. Yeah, you're an employee too. But if I'm going to fire AD, I want to fucking tell him. The thing is, though, like, I feel that. There's a few things. First of all, I shouldn't have been his right. I'm not. AD is supposed to be your right-hand man. Facts. That's been your homeboy for years. Facts. I've known you for a year, really, but we've only kicked it for like five months. Yeah. So, I guess, no, from uh, September to March, what's that? Fucking seven months. And we, yeah, we, we knew each other well for that time. But you were, AD is your boy. Yeah. That's been your man's. The fact that you're talking to me about that, like. Well, see, people were mad at me for this because I was saying, it's not that he, he, he looked at you like bigger than AD, but I think he just asked you in passing, like, hey, what do you think about me? So-and-so, right? And people were mad because they were like, well, he should have went straight to AD about it, right? Which which he did, though. He did go straight to AD, you know what I mean? But you think there's something wrong with... It's like me telling my homeboy out there, hey, I might fire Playboy. What you think? But right. I know no, Playboy no, no, no. longer. The, the, right. There, the, there's... there's an, it, it's a gray area, Cause I'm but not, I don't I'm think... Not, I'm not going to talk about the... I'm not going to talk about but firing don't, don't the guy fire Playboy. Fire. Though Playboy cool, bro. Playboy my boy. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm not gonna be Playboy, like Playboy. Hey, watch out, he's flooding on you. I'm not gonna tell Playboy like, hey, fool. I think about firing you. What do you think about that? Of course, not, right. Hey, I'm gonna ask somebody else. So, I, hey, I'm gonna ask you like, hey, what you think about me? You know what I mean? Because you are a coworker. No, for sure. And he like, did I violate his trust? Yes. Yes, you did. What, was it? Was I wrong for that? Yes. I never said that I wasn't. Loose lips, 
shink, a sink ships. The Titanic is going down. You were the iceberg, my boy. I was the iceberg. However, no, look, I'm not even going to say I was the iceberg. I would say that I was a gust of wind that helped blow it towards the iceberg. But pause. But there's a lot of shit. None of that would have even been an issue if a lot of shit already didn't happen. There's already a lot of friction between Adam and AD, between Adam and T-Rail, between Adam and Duno. There's months of yeah, them feeling but- disrespected. There's Adam fucking selling out house phone before that shit. Facts. And bar- that caused but you, a huge but you were rift. the you were the you were the the la- you were the last nail on the coffin. You were the, I was the, the straw I was that the broke nail. the camel's back. I was the nail in the coffin. You know, you were that you were that one where Adam was already so pissed off and you went like this. And that's all it took. There, look, I, I was the, I was the Italian icy straw that broke the motherfucking. So that, do you blame him? Do I blame him for what? For firing you on live and feeling the way he did. Firing me on live was completely wrong, you, completely out of pocket. That's you, not you, how you do that. You should have. Yeah, that's not how you conduct business. But then. By him feeling like you aired him out on the internet, don't you think that... I, I didn't air him out in a public setting. I had a private conversation... That went public. With, with eight people knew about it. And no, the conversation didn't go public. There is the, there is the people in the room that I was talking to. AD wound up hearing it. You feel me? That AD went to Adam. AD didn't go public with it. AD never spoke on that. Nobody knew about that shit. Nobody knew the reason why AD was upset. Adam used it as an opportunistic move to to make me look crazy, to try to deflect from the fucked up shit he did, and try to make it seem like it was me running my mouth. So you were that a pawn. You shit. were a pawn on this chessboard. Absolute fucking pawn in the chessboard. And you let that wood get away with it being a cell cider. Damn, crazy, I, right? I, I think you got to leave your cell side card at the door, my boy. <laughs> And I think you got to leave it at the door. Hey, bro. If not, the homie's going to take that from you. That shit is business, homeboy. That shit is business. That wasn't no street politics. That wasn't no gang shit. You feel me? Like, and Adam ain't no wood. That was a boss. Well, he runs with the blacks. You think he run with the blacks? He said it. He don't run with the blacks. He said it many times. He goes, when I go to jail... I'm gonna run with the. He goes. I want. I don't want to run, run with the whites. He thinks that the whites are Nazis. Okay. The whites are not Nazis. There can be regular white dudes in there. You know. Okay. He said, "I want to run with the brothers." He said it many times. Look, at the end of the day, I don't live my life to appease somebody else. Other people like that. You feel me? Like that's that's not what I'm about. That's not what this is about. That was about my job, and I was wasn't gonna like. There's other times like when Flacco tried to like. To, to talk Fight shit you. or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lose my job over hey, some I, shit. I sort of... I had just signed my contract. I had, your, I had your back on that one because for me, it was like, it's not believable. Yeah. Like, sit your fat ass down. Yeah, it wasn't even like that. Sit boy. your like, fat ass... Bro, I'm going to trip you and you're done. And I did go outside to see him afterwards anyway, and there wasn't no... Was not but, that type but, of time. But shout out to Flacco for growing a pair of balls that night. That was that was that was great. You Good know, shout him. out to Flacco, number love. You know. But I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna like. I didn't go over there to that job to try to assert myself, improve my masculinity, or my gangster credit, or anything. I'm over there to podcast and get paid. The bro. question is, were you afraid of Flacco? Not in the slightest. There wasn't even an element. I was afraid of losing my motherfucking job. But how if you were a Adam's right hand man? Because if you, because like literally a month before that or two months before that, suspect 
put hands on somebody and almost lost his job. The was infamous, suspended. the infamous Kelpie. So yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's, it's not the place for that. We're like you can't fight over there. Fact. I just signed a contract. I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna sacrifice. You were on that. your grown man shit. I'm 41 years old. But you weren't on your grown man shit when you were in the Reddit pillow talking. I was the. It wasn't the Reddit. It was Discord. But same shit. Yeah, you could say that. You know what I mean? Like, like I said. Do you regret those actions? You know, be truthful and I, don't think about it because you hate Adam. Just really think no, about no, it in no, the no. perspective like, like, of business. I'm grateful for where I'm at in life right now, and I, this is God's plan for me, and this is God's path. Facts. So I'm. I don't. I don't regret it. But if I could do it over, I would not have had things transpire that way. No, it was a lesson learned, and it was. And that's not the way I want to carry myself. Like I no, absolutely not. Bro, people need to understand to separate business from the streets. I saw a video today on the food community of some guy breaking some guy's truck because he didn't pay for like body work. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not the way you conduct business. Like they didn't pay you. Take legal matter the way you're supposed to take it. Cause they didn't they didn't meet you like, hey homeboy, this is my name. Uh I'm from so and so neighborhood. Fix my truck. No, they met you as a business guy. Hey, they shook your hand, they gave you payment, signed the contract. So you conduct it like business. So I'm supposed to crash out then when Adam fires me? It's, that's what I'm saying. I can't. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. not it. That's not business. If Adam fired you, then you're supposed to take legal matters into your hand and do it the correct way. Because we're not savages. Right. Unless he slaps you on there. And it wasn't it, like it wasn't even like that. But now, if he would have slapped you on there, what would have He's not going to get close enough to slap me on there. Wait, wait, wait. He was sitting right next to you. He was like as in like let's say like as far away as you are from me right now. If somebody stands up and comes at me, like I'm gonna try to protect myself before he can what if actually they, put it. What if they sneak one? They act like they're gonna walk up, shake your hand, Damn. then I might have to firebomb him back. You feel me? And then I get packed out by the six foot eight security guard with the burner. Fuck it. So okay. You got good. the quete on him. You so feel me? so so one thing is words. I I understand. Words ain't shit. Right. But once they put hands on you, you're returning fire, right? Got to. Good. Then you can have back your cell site card. That's it. That's now. Come on. Uh, back to it, though. You don't regret losing that job? If, if I could change things, like, I would not want it to have gone down that way. But, like, regret is a strong word. You know yeah. what I mean? Regret is a strong word. Regret to me implies that i'm not grateful for what god gives me or today. happy at the moment yeah you know, you know what i mean like and yeah I've, I've struggled a lot it's been tough building my own platform from scratch i've had to have had to re go back to the beginning i'm building my shit up and i believe that there's something greater around the corner for me and i just have to stay strong stay motivated stay focused and then i could be a catalyst of inspiration for all the people that actually did believe in me or saw like, damn, this fool got knocked down again and he got back up after taking all these L's and look at him now. So I'm waiting for my W's. So why is it that you're still going heavy at Adam 22? Every day, every time I turn on Lush World, Adam. Every time I turn on uh, Lush's Instagram, Adam. No, why? no, ain't no Lush's Instagram, Adam. It's just on, it's just on YouTube? Ain't, yeah, yeah, ain't no Lush's Instagram, Adam. Okay, why? Yeah, yeah. I leave that on the tube. I mean, like I'd be responding to to how he be getting at me. You don't you don't think at this point you're doing a little too much? Probably, you know, I might be, but at the same time, I do a lot of content on my channel. A lot of it is the kind of shit that I want to do: hip hop content, mental health content. I'm trying to build that up. It don't get the same traction as when I'm beefing. You know, 
You does does the fuck shit sell? Bro, it sells. But it's draining though, bro. It is draining. It's draining because motherfuckers cry. It's like shut the fuck up. It is draining. It's draining. But you know what? Like at the end of the day, if he gonna talk shit, I'm not gonna. So you're you're saying that you're you're only really responding to the shit he's saying. There's never an instance of me saying anything that he hasn't brought me up first. And so whatever he does, you you come you shooting back. No, I mean like at this point, like he said something the other day, I responded to it. It's I am bored of it. At this okay. point, I've said everything I have to say. Now, I'll tell you this. Here's a Hater World exclusive. Let's go. I got some information on him that would really fuck up his life. Let's go. That I, but I'm not going to say it. Oh, and I'm not gonna, I'm not going to do it. And Give you, us a hint. No, it's it's shit that he don't want out there. Okay, 100%. so it contain kids. It is shit that he would be... He probably don't even know that I know it. Does it say contain kids? Th- th- there's a lot of... Uh, you know, it's. I think that he's really, at the end of the day, smart for doing the cuck shit because we already knew a gang of cuck shit about him. Like those of us that were close to him, we knew shit. So that could have come out. He stands in the corner with the camera. So that that could have come out, but like the shit that I know is on a whole other level, and it doesn't ever need to see the light of day. And I'm not threatening him to put it out. Threat? Like, no, no, no. Threaten his ass. You right here in the hater world. But like, that's the thing. Like, like. I could say a lot more than I do, say and it. I'm not. I'm not going to say it and because even if I did, I would look like they won't believe you. They would believe me, but it's damn near like police type activity. Well, you on the hero was not police activity. No, 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 no. But like, like for example, him. He says things sometimes that are very police without realizing it, Facts. and it's like, are you? Abiding by the street code or not? I know you're not he like said a street he wanted dude. To, he said he wanted to kill Milk Sam 4. You that, didn't, hear, you didn't that, hear that? That street shit, right? That was like, yesterday. Yeah, or, or like he would be, he can't wait can't wait till Milk dies or whatever. Yeah, some shit like that. He put a hit on him or some shit. It's not, like, bro, that's just not funny. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not cool to, like, play with people's lives. Maybe Hell nah. Maybe I, I, I thought he's lost people that he's close he to. He puts himself in danger by doing that. Yeah, that's not cool. You know, not yeah. only police danger, homie danger. Right. You know, uh, but go ahead. Say what he did. No, nah, we're not doing that. Because I'm not, because people have this image of me, like you were saying about, oh, he went to the Discord. People think that I have, like, that I speak on everything, that I have loose lips. There's a lot. Like, I'm. there's a lot that I don't speak on. And my homies trust me. They know that I'm not going to run my mouth. So I'm, this I'm not going to run my mouth on. But I could. Hey, but I'm not going to lie. The, the minute he said, Lush, you lied to me, Lush. It's a classic moment. I could see it in your face that you were like, I fucked up. Oh, yeah, I knew. Because because he had told me right before. Like, And here's the thing. He pulled me in his office right before. Pause. And was like. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. What the fuck went on in that office? I don't, no, nothing weird with me. But um, he pulled me in his office and was like, hey, did you talk to anybody about anything I said and I was like no and the reason I said no is because I had no, I was about to do my little freestyle and I was like I, I figured that he was going to pull the plug on me right then so if he I, already knew then he already knew but then he wound up getting further verification and shit like that and um so I, I was shocked that he did that on air I was shocked that he made content out of it wound up No wait wait it, wait how could you be shocked How I could get, you be shocked I guess I did, shouldn't have Yeah you sh- come on bro he he rents out his wife 
And you think that he's not going to air you well, out. He hadn't rented out his wife at that point yet. But you already had the news of the shit he's done before. Well, I had known that there had been like that other homies in him had run train on her and shit like that. I knew Damn. about that. So but that was like during the early days of their relationship. I mean, like I knew about the house phone thing yeah. that wound up coming out. You know what I mean? Like, like he's smart for putting that on blast himself because that could have all bit him in the ass. Yeah, facts. Bro, listen, not to not to be an asshole but or, or to like judge another man, but you know, you always got that one homie that marries the hood rat. Yeah. Bro, I know a homie that ran away with a hood rat because he couldn't hear the jokes. You know what though? Like, I'll say this. Hood rats when they make gr- the hood rats make the world go round. They but do go, but go ahead. Look, I know the saying is you can't make a hoe a housewife. Facts. Sometimes that's the best one. When hoes get out of that phase and they mature and they move past it, they are the downest, most loyal, riderist bitches you could ever fuck with. Yeah, facts. No, they are. So like, hey, you know, every, everyone's got a past. I'm not here to judge other people. And to be honest with you, like another hater world exclusive, I like although his actions are fucked up and I don't like the way he treats me and I don't like the way he's talked about me, I do not hate Adam. You feel me? Like Yeah, you do. I don't I don't. Hate is a very strong word. I don't wish bad upon him. I would just wish he would stop acting like such a cocksucker. So, like, okay. So, quick. Well, is he a cocksucker? He acts like a cocksucker. He did. I don't know. Did he kiss those lips after she fucking did what she done did? Quick question. Are you willing to drop the beef today? First of all, hold on. Let me say this. This ain't the, the Kumbaya podcast. This ain't the the let's get let's let's all get back together and be friends. This this is the wrong place for that. But maybe there's an opportunity here to end the violence. Are you willing to stop talking about that man starting when you leave today? If he'll stop talking about me. But you know, it starts somewhere. So could it start from you today? I really don't got anything else to say at this point. You feel me? Like, I'm, I'm not going to violate my word to you and go back and be like, yo, I'm never... Like, but I don't plan on it. If he gets brought up and people ask my opinion, like, yeah, I'll speak on it, but... The war ain't over then. I don't want to go out of my way to... You feel me? So the war is not over. Silent weapons for quiet wars. The 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 cream pie comments will still continue. I You know, I feel like at that point, that that's damn near public property. You know, like, like, like her pussy is public property. So are the jokes about it. You know what? I don't understand why they didn't call you to be the first one. Um, I think that that would have went more, that would have went more viral than the episode he had with, uh, Jason Love. I do have a bigger dick than him. I'll tell you that. And uh, I, I don't want, uh, I don't, first, I don't sex play in here. Number one. I'm just saying, but that's not sex play. That's a sex fact. But, I think your your whole little drama with him would have went sales would have went through the roof. Absolutely. You know. I think I would have had to. You feel me? Go to the tanning salon first. But Adam twenty two, he's got to be guy number two. No, no, he's got to be the guy that sh- that you the train is right here. Choo oh, no, no, the threesome. What do nah, you say? The threesome. I'm. It's I'm right here. I can't lie. I'm smooth off of that. No disrespect, but Gracia, no response. Say no more. Say no more. So look, enough with Adam Twenty Two. Listen, I, I respect his business business ethic. I respect him blowing up a platform. I don't know him as a person. I've never met him. You know, we've all heard nasty stories about everyone. We've all heard bullshit stories about everyone. You know, I, I've heard stories about you. You've heard stories about me. I've heard stories about Adam. So it ain't nothing new, right? So I can't really disrespect him, and 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 you know, I can't. 
I can't air them out because there's nothing. I don't know nothing, right? Right. But as far as his business, the shit he's done, you know, helping out, believe it or not, he helped you out. Absolutely. And, like, look, even, like, this whole shit with him and Trina, like, uh, the, the whole shit they got going on, brilliant business move. He helped out AD, T-Rail. He's helped out a tons of people that are now on. They're Absolutely. on for life. Absolutely. So he, he's got to get some credit for that. And now he got a whole new cast that's eating. Homies from the hood. Uh, homies that were once jobless or, you know, making minimal amount of money are now set, you know, for but a very the, long the, time. the thing is, though, it goes both ways. So first of all, as far as T-Rail goes, <laughs> T-Rail already was a successful business owner and yeah, was facts. cracking before No Jumper. Just because people are known within this sphere and this space doesn't mean that they were nobodies before. I had all these accolades that we talked about before. Yeah. I'm cemented in battle rap culture, battle in hip-hop. People Royalty, have, yeah. Yeah, people have known about me for years. Like, this really didn't do anything to help cement me in that regard. Facts. Now, did it heighten people's awareness of me? Did it give me a bag when I needed one? Absolutely. So I appreciate him, and I thank him for that. You know what I mean? But, but, you, um, but you know, <clears throat> regardless... To act like we didn't do anything to help him, <laughs> and to act like we <clears throat> were... Like, that wasn't a mutually beneficial <laughs> relationship... Is preposterous. No, for sure, for sure. But you know, I say it all the time. Like, at the end of the day, you motherfuckers were just employees. Without the boss's structure, it wouldn't be nothing. Which is true as well. You know, I tell people back when I used to have my business, I tell people all the time, look, you're an employee. I don't fucking need you. The minute you do some stupid shit, you out. You know, you ain't buy all this equipment. You ain't set everything up. So you think about the bullshit you want to do. Because there's a lot of people out there, and I'm sure you know that say, Without me, you couldn't have done this. Right. Motherfucker using an employee. Well, it's like it's like Tony said, who put this shit together? Me. You feel me? There I did. You, there you go. B but at the same time. In team players. You gotta you gotta as like like I've been I own multiple LLCs and things like that. I've been a business owner. You have to treat the people that work for you with respect. Facts. You have to, you can't dehumanize them and make them feel no type of way make them feel like they're not valuable you have to create an environment and an experience for so people happy yeah well that everybody realizes that they're essential to the overall success facts and if they leave that it's gonna fuck shit up and so people they and, and tell you the truth bro when since everybody left it sort of went it's sort of downhill right now you know i'm sure it'll pick back up i'm sure it'll eventually start figuring it out but you know, right after they left, bro, everybody left to the community or Fig World community. Yeah. It went that way, you know, and, and, and that shows you right there how many fans those guys really brought to Adam. I, I feel like people have, like, you know, right. Well, if you look at it, like, literally, their statistics, their statistics are, like, you know. A million the, people left to Fig Community World. Right. And literally, there was, um, if you look at the overall views of No Jumper, I forget, it's like 1.5 billion, 500,000, or sorry, 500 million of those views, which is 33% of those views came during the time since uh, since the pandemic, since AD and T-Rail and all them joined the channel. So you got to look, that's a huge impact. Facts. You can't deny that. Now, at the same time, like, I feel like it's starting to get a little bit of momentum again because of all this fuck shit, some of the antics. However... It don't feel the same. Like to me, I always looked at No Jumper as like 
this is like it really was the coolest podcast. Yeah, it, it was, was like it this was is where people go to get the cutting edge, cool content. You have to be a, a character of a certain caliber to even be let in that room and be a part of that shit. It don't feel that way to me anymore. No, it doesn't. It don't even, have that feeling. Even when I watch it, I'll be like, "Damn, my video did better than that one." God like damn. what? What happened? It's not the same. But you know, I, I get it. It's like listening to a, uh, um, you know, Ti was one of the hottest rappers for. From like 2006 on, 2005 on, Ti drops an album right now. Oh nah, it's over. Yeah, you know a lot of people might listen views. to it. Yeah, some people will listen to it. Some people will fuck with it. He's a legend, but it's not gonna be like that cutting edge cool shit no more. Facts. People want to hear Young Boy. They want to hear Little Baby. They want to hear Dirk. You know that's like when those fools drop albums. That's what's new. That's what's relevant. People don't want to hear Ludacris and fucking. Ti in the game, Facts. you know what I mean? Like that shit has run its course. I'm, I feel like No Jumper is kind of in that category now. So they're now, legends, they're classic, Facts. but you know. So now they got a whole new cast, and you beefing with one of them? Bad. I'm, I'm not beefing with anyone over there. Bad. Who am I beefing with? Come on. Who am I beefing with? Do I really gotta spill it out for you? I, who do you think that I'm beefing with? Brick baby. That we ain't got no beef. So it but, was all for the views? No, the, yeah, we've we've specifically spoke. There is no beef. However, you know, like when he speak about me again, like I never disrespect Brick Baby for no reason. But and I like if he's gonna say some shit, I'm gonna defend myself. Don't you think some of these beefs you should just leave them alone and focus on on your craft right now? I would love to, but I, I'm not really uh, thinking about Brick Baby. Doesn't take any time out of my day. I don't be tripping on that at all. So there's, there's no, no, so there's never no beef because I saw videos where he said, "Hey, pull up," which is ridiculous, fool. And then he like sent me a message later, like, "Hey, fool, like, what do I look like beefing with you? We didn't got no beef." Da, 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 da. Hey, you know what's funny? What do I look like beefing with you? Okay, I'm gonna just say this. You know, I used to drive a Mustang, right? So I'd be on the on the street driving the Mustang, and then a bitch ass Prius pulls yeah, up what next you to going, me. What do I look like racing like, against what the you? Fuck, I'm gonna do. And then then there they are. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Bro, get the fuck out of here. So, who's the Mustang? Who's the Prius? I would say that he's a Dodge Neon. No, 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 no. Who's and, the and, 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 who's I'm, a, the and Prius? I'm a Mercedes? Who's the Prius and who's the Mustang? As, as far as what? Don't beat around the question. As far as on some street shit, who's the Prius and who's the Mustang? I'm not an active gang member. No, we're not talking about that. It's just you know. Who, who's a better podcaster? You take it however you want. Simple question: Who's the Prius? Who's the Mustang? Hey, let's let the people decide that. That's not for me to decide. I think that um, I think that in the podcasting space, when it comes to ability to interview, talk about an array of topics while still being entertaining, there's not many people in LA that are as capable as I am. Facts. All right, so enough. You're good though. I'm good at what I do. You're good at what uh, you do. So now that you moved on to. Should I say the pop up or should I say Lush World? Wh which one do you prefer? It's, I mean, it's Lush World. It's my, you know what I mean. The pop up is the name of the studio. Pop up is dead. Pop up is the name of the studio. So shouts to Big Rick uh, and Ralph Sinatra. Shout out to them boys. Produced by Ralph Sinatra. Them, them fools are solid. Big homies. Rick, larger than life. Yeah, both two solid homies. Uh, I've heard nothing but good good shit about them. Yeah, and I met you know I met them back in November October. They always kept it real with me always been chill when um 
it deviated at no jumper and I wound up losing my job. They're like, Hey, if you want a podcast, come over here and do your thing. I had already been doing podcasts in my own studio. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll fuck with y'all. And then we formed a partnership together of, uh, you know, so we all, we all partners in lush world. We all, you know, that's what's paying the bills. That's what's keeping it lit. Now, um, the pop-up studio still exists, but when the pop-up podcast lost its monetization, they stopped. The studio died. So not, not, not the studio, studio the died, podcast. That, yeah, that podcast. They could bring it back whenever they want, though. Yeah, but they don't want the podcast. They're focusing on only Lush World and having the studio called the pop-up. Correct. Now, who named it the pop-up? Was it AD's brother or was it really Rick I, and Ralph? I think Rick and Ralph. I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that they named it that. No. The rug has been MIA. I don't know what happened with the rug. Do bro. you have the rug? I do not have the rug, fool. <laughs> you can look at my shit. fucking bald ass head. There ain't no rug. You feel me? <laughs> my hyena, my hyena waxes hers too. There ain't no rug. Okay, so uh, now you got your shit, the lush world going, right? And you're pretty successful. But could you say you're successful because of Crip Mac? Well, that was obviously the most successful content that we've unleashed so far. I, we're still finding our rhythm. We're still trying to stay consistent. We're still trying to, to up the score. Whatever we've achieved, I'd like to think that this is only the beginning. So, But yeah, the, the biggest move that we made was the was the Crip Mac podcast, and it went very well. I'm very proud it, of it. It went very well as part of the interview, but it also went very viral because of one disgruntled employee that goes by the name of Lupe46. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Well, it's, it's kind of weird because Lupe and I never really had any. We had no issues. Okay. I, her issues were whatever business discrepancies occurred between herself and the pop-up. And there's a lot of people in her ear. I would chalk it up to misunderstandings, really. You know what I mean? But her and I never had beef prior to that. It just kind of went left for some reason. And uh, so, So how much did she put in for the interview? How did that work out, the whole So percentage? here's the thing. All of that was before. But this whole narrative that Adam tried to create, that like, oh, Lush couldn't even afford the interview. He had to get money from other people. Motherfucker, that interview was already booked and locked in before I went over there. So, I had, okay. I had nothing to do with the business of that. But you do know the business of that. I do know it now, retroactively. But at the time... I had no fucking clue. So you never dropped a bag on it. I dropped a bag on the second. On the second one. Okay, but we yeah. talking about the first one, though. The first one, Lush didn't put up no feria. Lush did not put up no feria. He got brought to the table. To They wanted to use my channel because their channel so, was so, demonetized. So you didn't know about the financial at that time. You just knew that. The pop-up couldn't put the video up. They couldn't live on pop-up. And I knew that no they money. had put money up. I, I think Lupe had put up like a couple hundred dollars, 250 bucks, which she's been... Compensated? Yeah. Like I, I've donated... Um, I donated... Okay, a, pick over, your words. Pick your words wisely. I'm trying to think of the exact amount. Pick your words wisely. It was like 250 or $300 I sent her. Okay. Yeah. You sure it wasn't 50 bucks? Well, the first one was 55 bucks. Then I made another donation for, I think, 200. Now, why would you be an asshole and send $55 knowing that Crip Mag's 55? Was that, it, was that like a punchline? I thought it was cute. So the, uh, the, the, the battle rapper came out of you. I thought it was cute. I thought it was dope too. I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's dope. Like, yeah. that little punchline. I thought it was dope. But then when I saw China Mac talk about it, I was like, wait, he's making it sound like you fucking. 
dirtbagged them and didn't give them shit. But China Mac gave them a hundred bucks. Hey, at the you know at the time I didn't I didn't wasn't doing that well financially to donate more than that. That's what I had to give. Bro, you listen. Nobody is entitled to give nobody goddamn thing, right? I you know I, anything. My my overhead is pretty expensive. You don't I, have to even speak about that. You don't even have to explain that shit. But I don't. Nobody's entitled to give nobody shit. So if you were to give her five bucks or fifty bucks. Be happy, motherfucker. Yeah, no, I. But regardless of that, her and I didn't have any issues. She even specifically said, like, I have text messages this day, like, like you know, like I'm cool with you, Lush. I fuck with you. It's the pop up. But then she went on. She did that podcast with China Mac and Rockstar called in or whatever. And then after that, all of a sudden, she's tripping on me. Uh, I, I think. I think. Listen, I fuck with China Mac. You know, he, he does. He does. He knows what he's supposed to do. To get I've supported the views. Mac for years. Yeah, he knows yeah. what he's supposed to do for the clicks, for the views. So, you know, I fucks with him because he, he's out there doing his thing big time. But I think, what I think, if you were to ask me, I think Lupe seen the views and the momentum and saw that it was going to bring in a hefty bag and say, wait, I put in 200 bucks. Shouldn't I be getting like a few thousand? She saw it as a as a uh, investment. Was it an investment on her part? She was that's a good question. She was a part again, really none of this shit got a motherfucking thing to do to, with me. You know what I mean? I wasn't a part of those discussions. I wasn't a part of her planning to do the them planning to do the podcast on the pop-up. She what I will say is Lupe was very loyal to the pop-up, very good to the pop-up, and they were very good to her. They took good care of her. Whenever she needed something, if she needed some Fetty, she needed some, you know, help, yeah. she, whatever, they were there for her, you know? So um, she shouldn't have, should have said what she said then. And during that time where she had her, um, when she had her tragedy strike, you know, I don't want to speak on other people's business, yeah, facts. but he spoke on this publicly on your pod, as a matter of Who? fact, Big Rick. Um, from the, the oh yeah, he called in. Yeah, me and him called in. Oh yeah, that's right. <clears throat> I'd be forgetting. And we spoke on this already in great detail. But his father had passed away the day before the C Mac interview. Oh yeah, his father passed away. You know what I mean? And he still came through. Yeah, with all the loot needed for the interview that he Damn. had promised, he still did that when he had funeral expenses, all the shit. There's a GoFundMe for his father. Lupe didn't don donate to that. Nobody donated to that go. I'm not saying she had to. But you know, Southsiders not really out there like that, dog. You know, Southsiders will take it on the chin and move on. They're not. Really, I, I don't that, want to be an asshole. That's why but he's not speaking on Southsiders this. Southsiders really don't cry, bro. No, but that's what. That's why he's not speaking on this. Facts. I'm speaking on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where were people? People weren't there for him. Yeah. Like facts. the only people. I think the only person in the entire podcast space that put up any money on that was me. Cause that's my boy. That's my car now. Yeah. So I fucking shot him some money. You feel me? Yeah. What I could. Cause I love that fool. That's my boy. Yeah. You feel me? So why is it then when the, the shoes on the other foot, well, they can he has say, to jump through hoops for her. They can say that, uh, he's not a celebrity like she is. That don't mean a motherfucking it, thing. It, it don't. It don't. But you know, the eyes, the eyes of the people are more And if she's a celebrity, celebrity, I'm fucking Kim Kardashian. Damn dog. Can I get a 360? You feel me? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Listen, no, I feel you, bro. I, I feel you. But you know, like I said, a lot of times when, when Southsiders or homies take losses, they take it on the chin and they move on. Right. You know, and, and there's people out there that cry wolf. 
you know, you can't really say anything about it. But you know what happened was after right after that, I don't know if you were in tune with the with what was going on, but she called out American Cholo. Do you know American Cholo yeah, podcast? Yeah, of course. All over big he, fan. There you go. Congrats to American Cholo on being a part of the city council in North Hollywood. He got a new where he, he grew up. That's fucking huge right there. And he got a new uh building just for podcasting. So I think we'll have you up there as a guest. I was gonna say, uh, American Cholo. If you're watching this, I'd love to come on. Love to have you on Lush World anytime. Respect, though. Now, she did go on the rampage and called him out over he say, she say. You know, again, she was going through a lot of trauma at that moment. Could you say that that's okay because of what she was going through? We need to be held accountable for our actions regardless. Is it understandable? Perhaps. Is it justifiable? No. Facts. If I'm having a bad day, that don't mean I get to treat you bad. Well, you can try. Exactly, and then there's going to be repercussions for that. Facts. Right? Goes both ways, There yeah. you go. No, yeah, of course, bro. That that makes perfect sense. People got to be held accountable because if not, if you don't got friends like that around you, then they ain't friends. You know? Right. Friends right. got to be there to tell you when you're fucking up. Right. You know? Now, like, and that's why I'm glad ODM Slim and C-Mac... Both kept it a hundred with Lupe. Yeah. And there's a bunch of people in her ear. And and you know, I'm standing on what I said before. I believe Adam was manipulating that situation yeah. quite a bit. He's stirring the pot, as he often does, as I've seen him do. That might seem paranoid, but if you're if you know him and the way he maneuvers, it's par for the course. Yeah, facts. But um that right there was very uh they stood up for us and they're like, nah, like Lush and Ralph and Rick, they're good people. They do nothing wrong. Now, as far as the business, they there is no discrepancy. But she looked at it a certain way. I wasn't feeling the way that I got thrown in the mix and my name kept getting mentioned when I wasn't even a part of setting that up. Yeah, facts. I had nothing to do with that shit. And I didn't I was I it wasn't my idea to interview C Mac. I didn't put up the didn't ask like, yo, you guys should put up the dough for this. She said she got a podcast. What podcast is that? I don't know. She, remember she said that... She oh, had, oh, she had a podcast. And she wanted on, that episode to go on her podcast. Right, but her podcast was on a channel that was demonetized. Oh, which is the pop-up. Right. That was hers? Yes. So there's no fucking point in that. Right. So, and there's like, what's the point? You They put up all this money that there's no chance of seeing a return on at that point. Did you give her back her 200 bucks? She got her money back. Okay. That's all. With a little bit of interest? There was, it wasn't even interest at that point. Like it was, it actually was over. But we offered to give her four hundred dollars. Yeah, we offered to give her an additional four hundred dollars. Set it on Rockstars, uh, uh, on Hip Hop Trends. Like Rick went on there and said, "Hey, when, if Lupe wants, we got money for you." you she know, didn't want it. Boom. Listen, bro. Uh, it seems like she burned her bridge over 400 bucks. You know, like, look, from the outside looking in, you know, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but she has some good with the pop-up. It yeah. seems like they showed her love. Yeah. You know, you you were a good friend of hers. No one's been more loyal to, the, to, to Lupe than they were. And I really feel that she saw the dollar signs when Crit Max interview went fucking viral. She saw it. She's like, wait, wait, wait. I put in 200. I better get a few racks. And when she didn't get it, she turned into like, you know, into all the shit she did. So I really think at the end of the day, it really wasn't worth it for her to do that. Did promotion. she actually even mention, though, getting money back? Like, did no. she ever? I don't I don't even know if that's what she was thinking. No, I, I don't think she retracted any of her statements. Yeah. You know, which is pretty fucked up because you think you'd have to like, 
you know, hey, I got paid. They paid me what they owed me or right. whatever, you know. But, you know, I, I think she lost a, a, she lost more than she gained with that whole bullshit. Right. Because tell me, I'll tell you like this, a 400 bucks or have friends like the pop-up, give me, give me the friendship. Yeah. Fuck am I do with 400 bucks? But, you know, I wish her the best. No ill will on my end. She can say whatever she want. Like, that's somebody. She can talk as much shit as she want. I'm not. I still got love for Lupe, to be honest with you. Hey, all, all, I, all love to Lupe. She's actually an entertaining person. She's got a good heart. She's a little misguided in this instance, but, you know, I ain't got no problems with the home. She bro. seems like a solid person, bro. She's she cool. She's by Crip Mac and doesn't leave his side. She so cool. Salute to Lupe and Crip Mac because he gave you a legendary fucking... He gave you a legendary interview, bro. And I got to be honest, I feel like that's the best piece of content we've seen with Crip Mac since he got out of, of prison. Yeah, uh, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Uh, you want to take some phone calls? Fuck it. All right, hold on. Let me set this shit up real quick. We want to read some of the comments. and Talk see, your shit, haters. See how much people's talking shit about you there? Sorry, there's some love. There's some hate. Yeah, there's, there's a little bit of everything. I'll take the good with the bad. All right, so somebody go ahead and try calling in, see if the Bluetooth is connected. And then uh, if it is, then we'll take the call. If it's not, then I'll go ahead and set it up. The number is listed right above, 213-770-7838. And listen, my boy, I want you to feel comfortable. All that shit I was just talking, you know it was all for the show. Come on, fool. You know what I mean? Nah, you're my boy. Because you know how motherfuckers be twisting shit up. Of course. No, we straight, bro. What the fuck is this? The fuck? The fuck was that? Motherfucking alien. That's some other shit. Yeah, let me unplug this Bluetooth real quick. Maybe that's what it was. All right. That shit was fucking weird. That was trippy. All right. Let me see. Somebody try calling it now. Call in, hater worlds. Haters, come out and play. Yay. Hey, you be running the boards when you're doing your, your, your lives or somebody in the back? If, if, if it's like a street, like normally Ralph do, but like when I'm on the couch, but if I'm, the, I'm on the computer, then hey, yeah, you, you and Ralph almost came to blows. That was Rick. That was Rick? We didn't come to blows, All but right. yeah. Here we go. No caller ID. So mostly it's a motherfucking hater. Yo, check this out. You're on the haters only podcast. Let us know who, who you are and where you're calling from. I'm out here calling from Phoenix, Arizona. What's going on? What's up, my boy? Shout out to Phoenix. Hey, I, had a, I had a question for Lush real quick. What's up, fool? Hey, you can hear me or not? Yeah, I hear you. What's All up, bro? All right. <laughs> You think you you think you would have done a better job than uh, Jason Love? Hell yeah, fool! My stroke game's killing Jason Love. <laughs> he don't got the, you know <laughs> he, right. he he relies on he relies on his strength. He don't got the technique. You feel me? I would have had that bitch squirting like Niagara Falls and be coming out looking like with her dirty Flint, Michigan looking sewer water. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You guys got you guys have a good one. Then. All right, my boy Gracia. You broke your promise already. I told you I didn't make no promise. You broke your motherfucking promise. All right. Keep calling, motherfuckers. Here, it's going in. Check this out. You're on the Haters Only Podcast. Who are we talking to? Oh, they hung up. They didn't want to say nothing. Fucking lame. Fucking lame. He ranked out. 
You're on the Haters Only Podcast. Uh, who are we talking to? Hey, what's up, bro? This is Tony from New Mexico, bro. What's up, Tony from New Mexico? How we doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. I just wanted to call in to say I was just watching this episode now. You guys are doing a good job and keep up the good work, homie. Salute. For sure, my boy. Salute. All right, salute from New Mexico, bro. Hell yeah. I love New Mexico. One of my favorite places. Yeah, yeah. All right, my boys. I live in Santa Fe, close close to Burke, no? Yeah, shouts to Burke. Duke City all day, but shouts to Santa Fe, too. Yeah, yeah. 505, bro. That's right, 505 shit. 505 shit, come on. All right. All right, my boys, stay up. All right. You do know that Burke dissed me. Did it? The whole city? Some fucking lames from over there. Some Burqueños? Hey, you're on the Haters Only Podcast. Who we talking to? Hey, what's going on, Moses? It's Rodney King. <laughs> you're the fucking lamest fool on the entire internet, bro. Eat a thousand bags of dicks, bro. Come on, Lush. Why are you lying about not How about I slap the fucking... How about it. I slap the... Hey, where are you from, fool? How about I slap the is shit out the, you? Is this the Vegas guy? How, how about I slap the shit out you, bro? I'm from, I'm from Israel. Yeah. Tel Aviv, actually. Okay. All right, next next caller. But you a bitch, though. There, I hung up on them. Haters only podcast. Who are we talking to? Hey, what's crack with it, fool? It's wet up for these beggars for the army. Salute. How what's going doing? on? Hey, hey, give us a give that fool us a sock check, homie. That fool don't even seem like he's down. So oh, what you mean? Hey, I oh, your, I love you guys' podcast, dog. Salute, bro. Appreciate that shit. He's out. All right, stay up. Hey, who's the other guy? It's some weird ass dick riding fan. <laughs> this fool's left hundreds of comments. He follows he, you around? Yeah, he follows me around, and he keeps saying I'm Jewish. Like that's, that's good though. But first of all, why, that's my thing. Why is that a bad thing? But I'm not. I'm Christian. I'm baptized. But why the fuck is it bad if I was? That's Give weird. A fuck. Hey, you're, weird. you're on the haters only podcast. Who are we talking to? Yo. Yo, but you want people like that though. Yeah, I'm not mad. He's just he isn't he is a fucking J cat. I will slap He's that boy. He's devoted to you. He is, he is. He he wants us to know what my balls smell like. <laughs> Yo, you're on the haters only podcast. Who are we talking to? Well, this is cracking, homie. This is extra from Tucson, Arizona. Salute to A Z. What's up, my boy? Hell yeah, what up, dog? Hey, uh, I don't know. I barely tapped in, dog. Fucking what's up with the what the shit from uh, Kodak Black and 6ix9ine? You guys got any comments on that? That's track they made? I haven't heard the track yet, but, you know, it's 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 disappointing to see someone of Kodak's caliber, who I respect, fucking with uh, 6ix9ine like that. But I feel like the best thing 6ix9ine could do is just continue to fuck with that overseas market and just leave this shit that's going on out here Thanks. away. Because the, the general public... Outside of America, doesn't care yeah, about facts. our or, street or, politics or the yeah. kids or the yeah. So you know, that's just wild, dog. Uh, that shit is crazy. Hey, you fuck with Kodak Black still for that or nah? I got you know, personally. I, I don't, homie. So I mean, what, what's your take on that? I like his music. 
I do fuck with his music, but um, I don't know. This hopefully he got a big bag. I I, I don't think that it was a good move. That's not gonna make me necessarily stop fucking with him. It's not that serious in my eyes, but like it's for sure a weak move. Whack one hundred talk. Yeah, I hear you. I shit. Hey, much respect to both of you fools. Keep doing your shit. All right, my boy. Stay All right, yeah, my boy. Whack one hundred talked him into it. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Here we go. Haters only podcast. Who are we talking to? Yo. Hello. Hello. All right, let's go to the next one. Hey, yo, you're on the haters only podcast. Who are we talking to? You talking to Tony from Denver, Colorado? What's up, Tony? How we doing, Denver? Good, good, man. Just, you know, watching. Just want to uh, shout out to Lush, man. Keep doing your thing. We're watching out here from Denver. We're doing our thing out here, man. Love the podcast. Both of y'all, man. Respect. Hell yeah. Much love to the 303. Do your thing, homeboy. Damn, for you know zip codes like that? Come on, Hell fool. yeah. Exactly. Have a great night, man. I'll be, I'll be everywhere. They never yeah, there. Yeah. All right, my boy. Stay up. Yo, you on the Haters Only Podcast. Who are we talking to? Yo, what's up? It's Benzo. Harbor Area, LA. Why you say like that? Shouts to the high, fool. Whatever, fool. Hey, I fuck with you, dude, fool. Hey, and Lush, you should have called me, fool. I would have took the face for you. You didn't have to rank in front of Flacco, fool. <laughs> Damn. If, if I would have known, bro, I would have had you there. You could have me fool. <laughs> Damn you! I would have done. It. You wouldn't do it for the love. Hey, shout out! Hey, fuck with my SoundCloud fool. Give me, give me something signed, and I'll, I'll do it for the free all day. <laughs> all right, shit. Well, send me a link to your music, bro. I want to hear if you dope. It's Benzo on SoundCloud with a zero. Benzo. Ain't nobody gonna remember fool. Send. Yeah, you better shoot that link, my boy. Yeah, just send a link. Uh, all right then. All right. All right you, you gonna remember Blue Devil? You could be doing videos about me, fool. I'm not chasing. I didn't hear what you said. What'd you say? I said you'd be doing videos about me one day, so I'm not chasing. Pro probably. Talking shit, probably, but you know, it'll probably happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but salute, right, my boy. Man, I'll see you when I see you. S stay up, my boy. All right. Yo, check this out. You on the Haters Only podcast. Who are we talking to? California, the rapper. California, the rapper. What's up, my boy? Yeah. What's up? Hey, quick question. Can I cash up you right now and put my song? And put your song? Uh sure. No, I don't yeah. I don't play the music on here, my boy, but you can cash at me and then get it later on the different reaction channel. Okay. Oh. All right, cool. Quick question. And don't be sending no two ninety nine either. But go ahead. Okay. All right. I sent you a DM. You know how the whole thing about Mr. Capone and SPM? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have this album. Um, actually, Lucky Luciano's my uncle, and um. Wait, the drug dealer or the rapper? And criminal. The rapper you talking about? The the rappers. Okay. The Chicano rapper ones. Why is it that SPM has been locked up for so many years, and Mr. Capone is taking shot at SPM? I, I think I think he's supposed to be coming home soon. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's why, and uh, that's not why. Well, there's been a lot. Well, we know why, but there's been a lot of conversation. Yeah, we know, we know about is he gonna be embraced by the community when he comes home? So Capone was like, "Nah, fuck that." 
Yeah. And and then other people are like, you know, mm-hmm. they got shit to say back to him, like, oh, you know, you're not really, you're not even Mexican. You shouldn't be you're speaking on top of your shit. Yeah, come on, fool! Like, yeah, yeah. It's so, just so, like Eminem. so you He's support white. you support SPM. Look, if the music jams. Do you support jams. SPM? That is I'm, the question. Sounds like that's a yes. I'm gonna give you an answer. I'm gonna give you a minute Not to really. answer that. Yes or no? Um, no. That's a lost subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> right here we go. Damn, he pulled his card. Haters only podcast. Uh, who are we talking to? Hey, what's up, homie? What's up? What's up, homie? I'm from LA, Hollywood area. That's right. Um, I just wanted to um tap into the stuff you guys were talking about um uh, about the '90s and shit, you know? Okay. Yeah. Do you agree with what I said? Yeah, yeah, homie. That's right. Yeah, dog. Just fucking um, how fucking uh, people don't realize how fucking crazy that shit was in the 90s and shit, late 80s and 90s and shit, you know? Yeah, the West Side was very active at that time. West Side, homie, and I fucking went to Hollywood High School, and I would see fucking dudes getting smoked out every fucking two days or so during the week, you know? Yeah, that's what's up. It was all the fucking... uh, there was all the fucking, uh, like, the majority of the shit that was out there was fucking, like, MS-13 and fucking 18th Street, you know, and fucking, it was just some crazy shit, man. There, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of audios um, from Hollywood, uh, West Side Rebels, TMC, uh, West Side Handhunters yeah. has, has a hood over there. So Hollywood was active back then. Hell yeah, homie. I had fucking uh, homies from Jeff Rocks, you know, mm-hmm. fucking, uh, fucking Taguana Pinoy, you know, mm-hmm. yep, fucking yep. just all kinds of hood, homie. That shit, like, you know, like, I'm glad I, I, I fucking moved out, you know, at a, at a certain age, but fucking that shit was crazy, dog. Like, fucking, like, the kids nowadays, like I said, fucking... They don't know how to open a fucking door for anybody or anything like that or say thank you or you're welcome. You know what I'm saying? And fucking... My boy, I'm falling asleep. I think that's just what. All the lepers, I'll leave you alone, homie. I just wanted to put right. some shit out right there. Salute, bro. West up. Yo, you on the Haters Only podcast. Who are we talking to? I'm an asshole, huh? That's your, that's nah, your... you're not an asshole, dog. You keep it fucking real, homie. I fuck with the hater world. There you I go. Fuck with Big Lush Uno. My boy Uno. Come on. Shout out to motherfucking Rick. Shout out to Ralph. Shout out to the homies that are listening. And if you mad at the hater world, it's because he speaks the motherfucking truth. Get out your motherfucking feelings, all you bitch ass callers. Finally, somebody said it. Come on. Lush, what up, dog? What's up, fool? <laughs> My boy. That's right. Hey, saludos, homie. I hope you guys are having a good night, dog. I'm just listening to all these fools right here calling in, crying and shit, dog. Facts, facts. All right, my boy, stay up. You already know. Come on. Come on. That's what it is, bro. Motherfuckers be crying too much, bro. Like, shut yeah. the fuck up already. You get out there, motherfucking weebies. Yeah, there you go. Haters Only Podcast. Who are we talking to? Hey, what's up, man? This is Scrappy from Pastor Elvis. 
Salute to Scrappy. What's up, my boy? Hey, I just wanted to say, dude, why do we always discount Six Jackin, Six Anthony's, Cynic, all those common sense? Why shouldn't they be a part of it? What do you say? He said, look, let me tell you something. Sick Jackin is one of the best rappers in history and definitely one of the best rappers from LA in history. And he definitely gets overlooked. Shouts to that, you know, everybody from Pico Union holding it down. Um, yeah, Sick Jackin, he's a great lyricist, real MC. Yeah, I think we need to give him more attention. I agree. Hey, folks. YouTube is free, my boy. Go make an account, and then you can talk about them day and night. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, that's fucked up. Here we go. You're a dick. Haters only podcast. Who we talking to? Hey, what's cracking? Who is Weddle from East Bakersfield? Hey, what's up to Weddle? What's up, my boy? How we doing? I'll just chill and post it up. Man, that one fool on the fucking phone crying like a fucking chillon, fool. This, it's always been active, fool. It's always been like that. Fool's crying about us, all that shit. Like, calm down, fool. Like, it's always going to be active, and it's always going to be gangs. It's always going to be fucking bloodshed, homie. That fool's just a fucking chillon putting everyone to sleep, homie. Facts. In fact, it hasn't changed. <laughs> you know, it slowed down maybe, but it hasn't shit. changed. Yeah, it's, these, yeah. these fucking edges with the bowl cuts are fucking more dangerous than ever, fool. These nope. fools are fucking psycho, homie. Yeah. These fools are catching bodies and then going to the hair salon afterwards, bro. <laughs> Facts. My old heads, well, my old heads, my deals and shit were fucking PCP, Sherm Dubs, hitting highlights. These fucking edges off the perkies, fool. It ain't same shit, different chapter, Pero. Yep. He's right. These edges are fucking out of control. No, but. What I think, what I think the caller was saying though, is because a lot of people like you know the West Side's changed a lot and got gentrified. So yeah. back then it was stupid active though. Yeah, no, you, I'm sure it can still yeah, happen. Everywhere to you, in SoCal. Yeah, you know, it'll still happen though. All right, All my right, boy, we'll stay up. Take it easy. Hey, bro, I saw in a podcast the other day. I don't know. I think I saw it on. on oh yeah, I did see it on the pop up. That little. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna wait on this call. A little fat kid named Frosty. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he said the- a bunch of eggers chased him into some place and they were jumping. I'm like, what the fuck? You ran from some Edgars, but hey, bro, them eggers are wild. Them eggers be catching bodies. Them, you you did that interview? Nah, that was a that's another podcast called Mad Deep. That's also shot out of the pop up. All right, hold on. Let's, let's take this call. Hey, you on the Haters Only podcast? Who we talking to? Oh, what's up, man? Fucking it's Mousy Lose here from the from the A18 Valley, homie. Salute to A18. How we doing? Doing good, good when you see them right here. Hey, oh, well, I don't want to speak up on the little thing that that that, that two people were talking about earlier. You know, on the little situation that that happened a few weeks ago with with Lupe or there. I don't want. I don't feel like I be trying to keep up with all this, with all this shit. You know, when I come up from when I come up from work and shit. But I don't want to say that whole shit with Lupe. Man, she a super ass bitch, homie, for real. So I fucking hate that whole fool on everything, homie. First of all, she want to be like, like, you know, like, exactly how Blue Devil said. Nobody owes that bitch shit. Nobody owes that bitch. No, nobody owes nobody nothing, homie. So I'll be crying, oh, oh can, you, can you give me some money because my husband loves it? She's like, that's so fucked up, bitch. And then she get, she get this on my fucking wife 100. Fucking wife 100 fucking talking shit to that bitch. Can't even all this racist shit, so... You got Blue Devil, you got American Solo, all these people, all you know, all the Rasa trying to, you know, trying to fucking say that she's straight, trying to back her up. And I feel like she like, she put, 
she pushed like she pushed everybody that's trying to fucking make her up fucking against that race she was right for hundred. Like she pushed everybody to the side. Hey, she's fucking sucked that fool's dick, basically, homie. So <laughs> I don't want Damn. For the fatty. Yeah, like, for the fatty, homie. She more, she more that bitch ain't shit, homie. Like, that bitch needs to be some fucking, how you call it? She needs to denounce her fucking, oh, I don't know how you see. She needs to denounce that. She's fucking rock, homie. You know, she's well, a she, fucking she, super ass bitch. She rides with the Crips, though, no? Yeah, she black, fool. She's not rasa. And of course, to that hater, what do I say? Hey, you know, I come home from work every day. First thing I do, spark up a blunt, put on the motherfucking hater roll. See what hater roll keeps it real. The blue, I mean, blue devil keeps it real, dog. Keep it real, my boy. You know, see, you, 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 you be keeping up with that good content and everything. I'm not fuck with you. All right, well. Damn it, unplugged. My boy is, my boy is a real one. Yeah, hey, bro, you went offline for some reason. I don't know. The phone don't like you, but are you keeping? He's still talking, but all right, my boy, I'll let, I'll let you go. Hey, he was talking so much, it fucking bounced the Bluetooth. My, my boy. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, he was saying some real shit, though. He was, he was. He was talking his shit. Hey, everybody stop calling, because this shit, I don't know what happened. It kicked me off, but let me let me plug it back in real quick. Yeah, man. Do something pe People love you, bro. They love you, fool. You know? Okay, we should be back on now, so let's see. There's good content for the people. That fool was on the... Everybody calling in tonight are drugged up. Everybody sounds like they're on the sick one. Yeah, hey. It's Friday night. It's Friday night. Homie's on that good go fast. Facts, facts. All right, let's see if... Let me see. Can I hear it in my headphone? No, I cannot. So let me see. Disconnect and then reconnect. Y'all see what the fuck going on? Lush hater world. We in the building. I want my boy Rodney King to call back. He's in the comments. I see him. I want him to call back, bro. He's. I don't understand what his obsession about Jews is. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I think. Shots all the Jews out there, man. Nothing but love. I'm a Christian, though. I think that might be it for the phone calls, my boy. This shit ain't plugging back Spence. in. Spence. I don't know what the fuck. That fool killed the fucking... That fool killed the service. Damn, fool. Hold on. Let me let me try one more time. If not, we got some good ones. Rodney King, I know you a fan, my boy. It's all love. Stop being such a dick sucker. Subscribe to that Lush World channel. About to hit 25K. Subs, we building, baby. Yeah, that shit not plugging back in, my boy. So uh, Yeah, so we fuck with the phone call. Charlie. That fool killed it, my boy. He, he was tweaked the fuck out going 100 miles an hour. Yeah. You know, he killed that shit. 
I appreciate all y'all, all y'all subscribe, all y'all fucking hit me on the gram, whatever. You feel me? Chop it up. Whatever is Gucci, it's all love. You feel me? Run up the streams on the music. Get you your honey pack from royaltyhoneyusa.com. I don't know about that. Uh, I feel like next time I come back, I'm going to need a motherfucking trophy. I got to do something to earn a trophy because the, the, they got you. That was a little they bit. They got you. It's a pyramid trophy, my boy. So that, 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 that got you in your feelings? Nah. I ain't got no feelings. You know, I can you hear yourself? Yeah, I can yeah. hear myself. Uh listen, I don't know. I just I just thought that, you know, the homie was coming up here. I actually think he won. You know what? At first I had said you. If you watch uh, there's a there's a live I did and I said Lush took it, right? Because I did like that hit him up shit you did. Word. But then I saw this fool with the video, the lush packs. The video is hard. You gotta give and, him and, and he that's the thing about icon, you gotta give him credit. For the videos Yeah he's a master bro He's hard with the videos He makes some of He can make a whack rapper Look fire Yeah he you can You feel me like He's yeah. a master He's he's a He he perfected his fucking craft Yeah You know and, and he's good at what he does Shout out to my boy Con Shout out to a fat motherfucker icon And hey. his lady LA Tooth Fairy Yeah good, Shout out to her too Good people She got a dope ass podcast Yep, yep. Shout out to Negra Come on Yeah that podcast is blowing up So You gonna be on the, Oh you never been in diet No so. yeah no no but there's a there's a couple people that I'd like to recommend that I know will kill it on there. Facts, facts. Uh, is there anything you want to say that we left out? Anything you want to bring up? Anything you want to promote? Uh, anybody you want to disrespect? Anybody you want to kill? GTXBattles.com. Get your ticket. Oh, get your on, pay-per-view. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One last thing. I had written this down real quick. What you got? All right. Uh, top five questions real quick. After this, we'll get into the outro. Okay, top five questions. Favorite rap song? Favorite? Oh, these are gonna be tough, bro. You gonna the answer gonna change all the time. All right, favorite rap song of all time. Oh man, this is crazy. You know I'm a hip hop encyclopedia. All right, that's why. So my and don't say no, Soldier Boy. Come on, fool. Don't say no. Don't don't say no. Uh, don't say no. Fuck who else? Nah. No, don't say the torpedoes from High Power. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. We could say, uh, I'm going to say The World is Yours by Nas. Okay. Favorite meal? Favorite meal? Yeah, food. Ooh, man, you killing me right now. So you're, you're on death row. You're about to die. They're about to fucking blow your ass up. You got one last plate of food. What is it? Can't yeah. say pussy. You know, I'm Italian, right? So the, as much as I love Mexican food, don't get it twisted, but... My mama's chicken marsala and linguine. Come on, fool. All right. It's my last meal. Favorite car. It don't have to be a car you own. It could be a car you want. 57 Chevy. All right. There we go. Your favorite gun. Favorite for Personally. And don't say the pea shooter or the stripper 22. Like, I might catch some, some shit for this, but I, I'm the most comfortable and it'll do the most damage. With a Glock nine, simple nine millimeter. Damn, you feel me? Like, like get easy it, to conceal. Get it, get it to LAX. Get get some hollow heads in it so they explode when they hit the wall. Perfect for home protection. That's all I need. I ain't doing nothing else. Favorite city. But I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna need one. Of, what do they call the? Uh, I'm gonna need a blackout. If I, if we talking assault rifles, then blackouts go crazy. Favorite city. Los Angeles. Come on, fool. It could be a city you visited. The west side of LA. No, ain't no place like LA. Come on. All right. Those were the top five. Ooh. 
motherfuckers are gonna crucify you for that gun. Yeah, I know. I already know, but I I fucks with nines. They're gonna say, how come you don't want the AK, bro? That's that's doing a lot. Why you don't want the shoddy? It's also it's shoddy. Like damn near, you gotta reload that too quick. You feel Facts. me? Like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like what kind of clip you want in that Glock? We might put a little. We might put an extendo on that bitch. Okay. We might put an extendo. Nice, nice. Let me see. Let me show you some real quick. Some laser tag. Oh, them blackouts are sexy though. Let me see. Do I got it here? Um, oh, it's not here. The favorite rap song song question killed me, and the favorite food like those are both man, those are difficult questions. I'm a, you know because for favorite food I could have said lobster ravioli. That's what everybody's in expecting a, in a saffron vodka sauce. You feel my my mama? What my mama make? You feel me? Come on. Or you could have said the county uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I ain't not going to say that. You know. I ain't going to say that. No man witches either. None of that. No man witches. Uh, nah. No spreads. No. Nah, I fucks with spreads, but no, nah, we're not doing you that. You fuck with spreads? Hell yeah. yeah. Spreads are bad. Hell yeah. Hey, what do you think of all the podcasters that do spreads on their show? You think that's a good idea? I like. You know what I like? I like um, when the, the, the prison YouTubers be just like showing the step-by-step how to make it. Like when my boy King Nico, he showed it. Because everybody got their own little spin on yeah, it. Yeah, they got you know, their own like, little way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck it, fuck it. It is what it is. Anything, okay, anything you want to say now? Now go ahead. Close it out. Close it out. Let them know where to find you. Let them know, uh, you know, all the good shit. I'm going to also say, man, favorite song, Can't See Me by Tupac. Ooh, Come on, man. How about it? How about what's your phone number? Death, death Round the Corner by Tupac. You feel me? All that. With that being said, I appreciate all of y'all so much. Since it's a hater word, I still got to say fuck you. Because, you know. Facts. Because hate is love. Hate is love. There is no love without hate. Life needs both of them. It's a balance. And uh, shouts to all the constituents. You feel me? Bot Mafia. Run it up. Drop them cocaine bot emojis in the chat. Tell them where they can find you. Lush World. Find me everywhere. Subscribe to Lush World on YouTube. Hit, hit me on motherfucking uh, Instagram at L-U-S-H-O-N-E-C-A. You feel me? Uh, run up that new battle, Germ Free versus Looney Divine. And with that being said, you feel me? We about this biatch. Can I get a... Ooh, no. Done.